0: Yeah, so we can watch that. I also have the pirate on there. Oh my God, you guys yes. need to do a rewatch. I've got a bunch of other Gene Kelly goodness. The pirate is so good. Oh uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: uh, like actually like gasped at the, the plot twist. It was excellent. <laughs>
1: I was not expecting a plot twist at all. So early. <laughs> so good.
0: You can never go wrong with a
3: Vincent Minnelli movie. It's gotta watch you more. Just, you really can't. Let's watch more. So now you are trusting the movie selections. Well, the pirate
1: sounds a lot different than a certain (laughs) amount of men and a baby. Which is like a slew of things. That's far too many. Three of them.
0: Oh my god.
3: It's gonna be great. Well. (laughs) I'm just slowly gonna send you text messages that are like 45 second clips of the movie until (laughs) you have watched the entire movie
0: I do have related news. So let's let's start. Uh, welcome to Bookkeep Radio. We're coming to you from Inside the Walls. This is episode 96, Fool's Quest, chapters 21 through 24 and I am Rachel, a rereader. I'm Alyssa, a rereader. I'm Jenny and I'm a
1: rereader.
2: I'm Eli and I'm a rereader.
3: I'm Ashley and I'm a new reader.
4: And I'm Joey, a first-time audiobook listener.
0: First up corrections, omissions, and announcements. First announcement by Jenny's new book. Available on Amazon.com.
3: Yeah, pew, pew,
2: pew, 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 pew. what's the name
3: it's, of this Jenny's is, new this book? This is
0: where you plug the book, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny,
3: it's your job. You gotta you
0: gotta say it. Uh so
5: I was forced into making a book of an alphabet project I did. And it's called the Animal Friends Alphabet Book, which is super inventive, but it's cute. And it's got cute rhymes that my friend wrote, and you can get it on Amazon. And the link is in my profile on my, uh, not the Instagram I usually plug. Uh, the Jenny Slife Art Instagram. So,
0: that's a thing. It's real cute. It's perfect It's super cute. If you can't read- (laughs) if <laughs> you're learning to read, or you like or to read, or yeah. yeah. if you just need a refresher, yeah, you just need a refresher. If you like if you're nice going to, to the pictures. zoos,
1: yeah, you need to teach the animals at the zoo to read. That alligator uh-huh. and
4: that zebra look like really good friends.
1: We could do
5: the uh, Robin Hobb animal alphabet, and then we could have <laughs> Jeppa's and <laughs> Galladers, and uh. <laughs> I already have a dragon in there, because, you know, who needs boring things like
0: dogs when you can have dragons? dragons? are real. Dragons are real. <laughs> There's also a unicorn. Spoiler alert. Unicorns are real. Only real animals featured in this book. But the, the raccoon would be called a robber rat, you know. Robber, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Good times. The
4: zebra is telling the crocodile about the unicorn, and the crocodile is like, whatever, that's not real. <laughs> that's what's happening on the
0: cover uh yeah so go forth and purchase support jenny's amazing art um and then not so important uh correction <laughs> i believe i keep calling burt reynolds tom Selleck and tom Selleck burt reynolds and that's really Which, on how? me and i i want to apologize <laughs>
1: They're just you can call did them that, whatever I you apologize. want. I still wouldn't put a face to
3: these names. It just well, involves a mustache. In, in Rachel's in the context, mind, I'm
4: Burt Reynolds.
3: No. <laughs> in the Burt context, Reynolds gives very much like old man porn star vibes, and Tom Selleck is just classically handsome. Exactly. I
0: it's feel like right I feel right like right. I, I have I've mis I've misconstrued and misadvertised the three men a ba- three men and a baby it has a Burt Reynolds in it when it actually has Tom Selleck in it. So that's good clean fun for the whole family. <laughs> and I just wanna correct myself. Uh moving on to mail. Let me pull this up. All right, we've got mail from Dylan. The first, it says, was Black Rolf wrong? <clears throat> Hi, BKR. I'm a little behind on the podcast, so maybe y'all have already talked this to death. But my question is regarding Black Rolf and his mentorship of Fitz and how all of that pertains to Night Eyes slash Wolf Father. Black Rolf believed that Fitz and Night Eyes were too close and that when one of them died, it'd make it too hard for them to part. Now, he's obviously someone who grew up in old blood culture and understands the magic but he doesn't understand the skill. I can't tell if Black Rolf is just blatantly wrong about their closeness or if being witted and skilled just makes their relationship different than Rolf can properly understand. It seems to me like father is more than just a psychic imprint and that maybe he is actually there. Do you think that by being wit-bonded to a powerful skill user that Night Eyes got to go to skill heaven, so to speak?
5: But wasn't Black Rolf skilled?
2: Yeah, there's a lot to unpack here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> was he yes we black talked rolf about also this. had the skill
2: yeah we did talk about I, this I'm gonna... before i
0: okay
2: yeah i agree i did not catch that either even in my second read
0: i only caught it when fitz was like black rolf had the skill <laughs> <So> <laughs> <Yeah>. I, would, <laughs> I, I mean saying. i just can't oh, remember really? that much yeah i don't think i caught it when they were training together at all no, it's
5: because they were looking for skill use. They were talking about looking for skill users later on, and Fitz was like, "Oh, uh, I know someone." They're like, okay. ha, "Black Ralph is dead," and he's like, "Oh,
0: okay."
2: Oh, I guess that's a hmm. thing.
3: I mean,
0: I think it could be a lot of But do we think things. that there's like that there's like a a bear mother out there somewhere? I don't know. <laughs> that has.
3: That's not I think. Clear. I think that the whole, like dying and living inside of him and then coming back to life whether we're calling that Hayden being dead or not well, we won't get into that but like I feel like it's kind of like with the fool and the fool and Fitz merging I think that there is a merging with them that was beyond your average wit skill situation and I think that is in my brain you know, but we I did know. have Speaking
2: like the oh, go-, go ahead Jenny
5: I was just going to say, he did heal him, too, and, like, do that whole thing that he did with the fools, kind of. Not quite the same way,
0: but... He was choking on that chicken bone, or fish, <laughs> fish, bone, bone. Or fish, <laughs> bone. fish bone,
3: Fish bone. yeah. He's <laughs> yakking on a bone, Clark. The way I always
2: read it was nothing to do with the skill, because you see other people that have stuck around... Like, there's that deer that has the lady in it. But the lady is kind of, like, taken over the deer at that point. Mm-hmm. And I so had always cat. just. But cats are always kind of, like. <laughs> <laughs> They're a little extra anyway. <sighs> uh, but uh, I always figured that, like, Night Eyes had stuck around and was just, like, being, you know, letting Fitz live his life. I
0: want to say something, but I can't. And I'm sure Jenny wants to say it, too. Um, (laughs) We'll talk about that in spoilers. No, I um... want to know what you're talking about, because I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think think it's interesting that you think that the skill isn't required for that to happen, because I feel like the skill is integral for what happened. Because, yeah, they were breaking the rules, but it doesn't matter, because the skill allowed them to overcome... The limitations of just the wit, like he didn't have to just, they didn't have to just both live inside Fitz's body. Like Nynaeve has the, gone
5: rogue, and he's just like out, yeah, like with B. I mean, I don't
0: think he's that like that's, the no, <laughs> the internet. Like,
2: okay, the world. so yeah. him, him going world out, <laughs> him, him like running around the countryside with B, and like able to like pass back and forth. Yeah, I think that's the skill. But like, I don't think that him. Sticking around with Fitz is the skill.
0: Right. Yeah. It's like he's in there and now he has like another avenue of expression because Fitz has this extra magic.
2: He's like he's he's like the skill ghost or the wit ghost, but he's got superpowers.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean it's it's I guess it is technically breaking the rule because but they didn't they were able to coexist in a way that didn't require one or the other to stop existing. So I feel like they found the loophole.
5: Well, I mean, technically, Night Eyes, if, if that theory holds true, like, Night Eyes was dormant because, you know, he only piped up when Fitz was being extra stupid.
0: Right. You know?
5: <laughs> like, hey, think about your daughter. Um, but maybe it works he wasn't if you like, like you know, have to shelter
0: time. inside the larger body. So, like, if you're a human and you're trying to get inside a rabbit or a bird or a deer, that that's not big enough for two, but, like, <laughs> a dog or a rabbit going into a person <laughs> is big enough for two. I hope this answers your question, Dylan. Hope- you, you know,
2: maybe maybe the skill is important to him being able to stick around with fits and not, like, be... If if you're talking about there's not enough space for two people in one body, maybe he doesn't... Like, maybe he's, like, hanging out in space somewhere.
0: Right, um, like the, the skills skill just this yeah, this vast yeah. open area that is full of all of your cool friends And just he that keep, keeps, knows how to keeps come back. one
2: paw in fits and <laughs> when he feels yeah. something's not up to snuff, he comes comes back,
0: yeah, just have, especially if you need to have the last word, this is't the the best arrangement because you will always have the last word, you'll always be able to be like, you're stupid. <laughs> don't do that i told you so hey so. your daughter was kidnapped by a crazy girl. <laughs> yeah. please do something you idiot um and then our next piece of mail was from listener jenny who stated i would listen to your classic movies podcast uh, in reference to three men and a baby, so one it hurts me that three men and a baby <laughs> is insane.
3: no classic film. Oh, yeah. Classics to me are like 30s, 40s, 50s, black and white. Yeah, like
0: yeah. I hear you. Oh well, no, I think I think like 50s and well 50s and 60s musicals are like my my jam. So I feel like this is just the, the with Catherine Hepburn classic. Oh, it's just our outdated references podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> A good title, outdated references <laughs> podcast. Um, we'll workshop that. We'll work. Yeah, we'll work on it. All right, that's it for for mail. Uh, we can move on to our actual well our reading.
2: Not to oh. uh, make us, you know, mire no. in discussion for a mire years. away. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I was having another thought when we were talking about the skill and the wit. Uh, if the skill ultimately comes to humans from dragons, and the dragons have the skill and the wit. Maybe they're supposed to be together.
0: Maybe. Maybe it's using them without the other that's actually the abomination, the wrong, the wrong way. The abomination, yeah. yeah. I like that. Yep. That's my new. That's it. That's it, Dylan. We've solved it. uh all right the first chapter is chapter 21 all
2: right chapter 21 is vindalire and i'm putting a content warning here because the chapter has talk about rape but i don't talk about it except giving this content warning so (laughs) thanks i guess i did talk about it content warning um we all forget stuff Sometimes I can't remember what I said on last week's podcast. But what about the things you know but you're not actively remembering? When Vindelire fogs people, this is the forgetfulness that he is manifesting. Vindelire's talent is in finding a future which someone is not remembering, in which someone is not remembering a particular thing, and in knowing the conditions that cause someone to not be remembering that thing, he can persuade them to remain in this state. Very few have this talent, but Vindelire is the strongest, able to control up to 20 people, even when he was a child. I thought that the, their description of this was kind of like, all right, yeah, sure. Like the Definitions
0: the, by what things are not are always really difficult. <laughs>
2: yeah, but but like specifically the... He's predicting the future and finding the future in which they are not remembering. It seems like overly. He's using com- like the
0: skill. That's ridiculous. It's he's overly using the skill. It's an overly like, convoluted the skill, way to but describe it's the skill. it. But he's yeah, actually just using prophetic powers, he's, not the skill. He's
2: just using the skill, but they only know they like only speak in prophecy. That's the only thing <laughs> they know. So that's how they have to describe it. I thought it was interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Back to the story. B is recovering from her illness, but not all is well. Dualia and Elec are arguing about the path. And not the path and the, like, the witcher kind of the path, but, like, just the path <laughs> that they're going forward on. Um, Dwaylia wants to use the bridge to cross a river, but Elec thinks it is asking to be ambushed due to the village that's on the other side of it. He wants to instead use a ferry, which Dualia is against due to the number of times the ferry workers must be fogged. The disagreements spread to the use of sleighs and the traveling of off-road. Uh, Alec thinks that they are moving way too slowly and should abandon everything unnecessary, including the sleds, which or the sleighs, which have their tents and all these things that Alec thinks are unnecessary. We also learn that despite an eternity of chapters with Fitz, the procession is still in Bucktouchy, and in fact are right near Buckkeep, <laughs> and that they are headed towards a ship. Then Dwellia called Vendalire over and asked Alec, what, what do you want to do again? You know, uh, I thought you, you were saying we should cross that bridge. And just like that, Alec spouts the exact plan that Dwellia had proposed. They will cross the bridge and ride through the town as fast as they can at night. Dwellia, of course, is only too happy to let the brainwashed man think that it, it was his idea. And off they go. One evening, the artificial contentedness of fog seems to have worn off. As it turns out, Vindelier has been sent ahead to fog a village that's along the path. Unfortunately, B isn't the only person to have noticed this. When the Chalcedians get too leery towards Sean, B uses descriptions of her dream of Chalcedians dying, dying, not dying, uh, to protect Shun. <laughs> dying. dying. Ellick I- is super offended to have a child talk back to him and kicks B. And then Shun tries to either run to help her or run away, and he get she gets slapped. Um, trying to keep the peace, Twilia reminds Alec that he won't get paid if B is harmed. And like I do when someone implies I should be trying to monetize my cosplay hobby, Alec goes into a rage. Alec is <laughs> <laughs> Alec is a Chalcedon. Oh,
3: Truer words. <laughs>
2: He wins what he can by his sword arm. He doesn't work for gold, and he certainly doesn't answer to a woman. Dwellia reminds Alec that he had given her his word, but of course Alec isn't bound to keep his word to a woman. A man must keep his word to another man to keep their honor, but all good Chalcedians know that a woman has no honor. So it means nothing to break your word to them. More bile straight out of Chalced, and we aren't even surprised at this point, I don't think. Um... At this point, Alec realizes that all his actions uh, haven't been up to his usual icky standards. So uh, <laughs> he's wondering, why, why would I be taking orders from a woman all this time? And he realizes he's been fogged for pretty much the whole trip. So he sends his men ahead to find Vendelier and bribe the weirdo until they can get him away from Dwelia. He is the true prize, we will take home, Alec announces. And a uh, side note that just didn't, I couldn't really fit in any normal place in the chapter. Uh, a slip up from Dwaylia tells us the Chalcedians think they are taking the ship straight to Chalced, but Dwaylia intends them to sail directly to Clarus,
0: Which would be like the longest journey ever. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, two things. One, I would like a T-shirt that says "Straight Out of Chelsea. Two, <laughs> two. You during during your summary, this is all that I could think of. Um,
1: don't make unnecessary journeys. Don't take risks on treacherous roads, and don't swim in the sea. Incredibly, people have been slaughtered in.
3: What the fuck was that? (laughs) It
0: sounds so familiar. What was it? It's like a fucking TikTok sound. Oh, (laughs) Oh. God. Oh.
4: That TikTok Um, ring.
0: Yep, I do. I have TikTok rings. So, anyway, that's funny to me. (laughs) so vindalire he do we think i really really want to see him up against thick i just i this is the the showdown of the century
3: it has to happen i think thick is gonna blast his ass but you know whatever
0: i think so too i mean 20 people i feel like thick
3: can do that asleep i think thick has done that asleep (laughs) yeah Again, thick as our Neville Longbottom. He's just gonna show up at the right time and just be like, pink, we're done here. Like, I'm the actual hero of the story. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm.
0: Alright, so the Chalcedians were fogged to think they're getting paid to raid the six duchies for stuff that they're not actually getting. Gold, I assume. I mean, obviously, Alec is clearly out of work and on his like lowest, uh, you know, downturn because he used to be what, like, the chancellor, gonna be duke. emperor, duke, oh, yeah. whatever the guy's name he's is, next
3: in line.
0: Yeah, and now he's now he's a guy for hire. He's a freelancer. I mean, that's
2: yeah. They, I mean, they implied you know. that he's probably not even welcome in Chalced right now.
0: No, oh, of course not, because the Duchess would definitely hate us, hate him, and want him to die. <laughs>
2: yep. Are
4: these characters from the Dragon books? I mean, it sounds yep. like yes, he was from the Dragon. Uh huh. Yep. So
0: in the other books, we get a lot of insight into the characters culture and it is just FYI. It's terrible. (laughs) It's It's like kids are garbage, women are garbage, men are also garbage, and you're only like worth who you can kill and intimidate. I mean it's like a negative culture. (laughs) Ew. And I've actually been waiting for there to be a Chalcedean character that would like not suck. well, like, redeem or, like, further educate me about the culture, because obviously it's being presented. They're, they're the villains in all of the other books, so I've sort of been waiting for there to be a character that is more nuanced than that. Obviously, this isn't it. <laughs>
5: I mean, Chasim is about the only one, and she's only in it for, like, two seconds, so.
0: And she's kind of, so, like, and she's already, like, rejected that entire culture, really. Right. Because she's a woman she's like, and she has to. Because she's a woman, yeah, she's a <laughs> yeah. woman, and it doesn't serve her.
4: Some cultures in fantasy can just be bad.
0: I mean, they are. They're just. They're just the bad guys. They're very like. They're very like the, the fantasy Nazis. Like they're blonde. They're shitty. They hate women. They hate anyone that's different. Bunch of Kyles.
2: They are so consistently bad that it's to the point where you're like, come on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Could there there just be like one normal Chelsea
0: Yeah, like not one of you's read a book. It's like, (laughs) no, no one in Chelsea can read. It's just Uh -uh. forbidden. Not
3: Not even like good, good. just normal. They're all at the gym pumping iron to be those big grunty guys. They're just like, all the time.
0: All the time. All the time. Um, I did like that there is this, that we're seeing the limits of of Duelia's power and Vindalire's power, where it's like, you know, if, if someone can shake off this, if they become used to this skill fogging because either Vindalire's tired or somebody has their own latent abilities, like, it becomes a real problem because you can't just constantly reprogram someone 24 hours a day well
3: and let's be clear Dwalia doesn't seem to have any powers she's no
0: no she just has very she's
3: very much relying on vindalire and hoping that he obeys her she is is middle management
0: to a (laughs) t yeah
3: (laughs) which like i can't blame alec for being like yo dude like why are you listening to that bitch you're the most powerful dude on the planet according to their like you know Sphere of influence, so it's like, mm-hmm. why are you listening to this chick? Because he's been brainwashed. Because he seems, and he's also
0: seems a little simple, like, he's very whether or not he's also he's young, his, but he's young, he hasn't been taught anything but the path and
3: that Dwellia needs to be obeyed. And yeah, it's definitely well, let me tell you. A mo- that would, like, make you think that he's kind of pure of heart and just, like, believing everybody. But as soon as he finds out that he can, like, steal shit and drink wine and have furs <laughs> and that kind of stuff, he's like, fuck yeah, let's do it. I mean, his yeah. track to becoming an evil villain was very short. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're like, look at this really cool outfit you get to wear if you're a villain. Oh, yeah, well, and sign He's like, up.
3: sold! <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck me being able to save all these people.
0: Oh, that too is my path to villainhood is just the clothes.
2: Recall that not too long ago he was like, "Why aren't we festival people?" And like, <laughs> <"Yeah>, <laughs> no, you don't get to be, you don't get to have fun. There is no fun on your path.
0: Nope, no fun <laughs> on your path. I just want a fu- I just want a funnel cake and to ride the fairs. I will just want this now. path
1: around.
0: I will turn it around and go straight to the festival. <laughs> I also like how important fairies are in in fantasy in general. There's always a fairy. It's always important and there's always no way around it. Well That's there was never a bridge.
2: True. The bridge is the way around it.
0: Yeah, yeah but,
3: there's yeah, no but you have to go like it's way out of far. your way to get to the bridge.
4: Can't build a bridge that long. It's the fantastic. bridge is very far
3: away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uncle ferry Fairy, twenty miles. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly <laughs> you gotta use the fairy there's the the original right the huckleberry fairy the original fairy and then all of the subsequent fairies that have ever terran fairy this fairy i mean all the fairies very important and what's the fairy in uh, song of ice and fire jenny where they with the neck there's a fairy there is there the a neck fairy the <laughs> neck fairy
5: i guess uh. i guess there is but i can't and i thought it was in feast for crows wasn't it i don't remember all the things in that <laughs> I stumped
1: her. And of course, Um, the fairy that comes for us all in the end. (laughs) Yep. Yep.
0: I just think that it's interesting that there's always these larger fantasy tropes that Hob is still, like, just totally willing to play with. Like, is there a tavern? Yes. Is there a fairy? Yes. Are we going to be running across hills and dales?
3: Yes. I mean, that's She doesn't want to be left out. She wants to be, you know. Yeah. She wants a good fairy. Yeah. I would, be with I would be
4: worried. if a spaceship came down and got and
0: got them. I'd be probably. I have a in... book for you. It's it. I have I have a book for you. <laughs> I know. If that's... I know what's okay. out there. I'm what just is saying.
2: Indiana Jones.
0: In, in <laughs> this this Red Dead Redemption
1: Two. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that that's still weird to play. Anyway. Uh, I do like that we're getting more points of view of Alec and all of that stuff. That's interesting. And we haven't seen B in so long. I mean, it's been many chapters at this point, but I don't know. I I like, it's not like a great chapter. It's not like a feel-good chapter, but it...
3: Do B chapters
0: ever feel good chapters?
3: Oh, it's It's, starting to not look that way. It's at least promoting change because we've there's been a lot of stagnation in this book, Mm -hmm. and so we're moving. We're outside. We see the
0: sky. We're going from one place to another. I mean, it is. We got good
3: guys turning into bad guys, and like old man stepping up. It's you know putting a. A kink in the past. At least
0: this Chelsea Dan is like, dude, we are a whole bunch of Chelsea in the middle of the Six Duchies. That's crazy because I think it's yeah. crazy. I think he did say, dude. I can see that. Dude. dude. He defin- dude. That's definitely uh-huh. a, a Chelsea Dan word. It's <laughs> <Yeah, that's laughs> canon. Yeah. Canon. I mean, if I'm, if I'm of any race in, this, in these books, I'm probably Chelsea cool. Let's not kid ourselves. Um. Should we move on to chapter 22? Why not? We good? All right. Chapter 22 is called Confrontations, which I'm sure is not the first Confrontations (laughs) chapter heading that we've gotten. We do have a content warning for mention of incest, but I also do not dwell on it. Um, The epigraph for chapter 22 is unsigned, but I bet it's from Rosemary. It details how an assassin is a tool with no will of its own, no sense of morality, vengeance, justice, fire, and blood. Only <laughs> in that way can she maintain her virtue and his innocence of true crime. Which honestly sounds like Rosemary telling herself that it wasn't her that almost murdered Ketrakin that one time, but whatever. We've heard the same from Shade, too. So this is assassin morality. Lant is in Ver- is in Verity's tower being interrogated about the Rousters by Doodles, Elianya, Katerkin, Nettle, and Fitz with Rosemary and Ash in outfits described as quote dark blue, and shame on Hob for just not this one time giving us a very detailed description of these High Court assassin outfits because I really needed that and I got nothing. So Fitz is thinking to himself. That Lant seems to be on trial and I, the reader, am thinking, well, they're disappointed that Lant wasn't able to do anything at all useful on this mission because they're used to their rogue Farseer bastard getting into a lot of shit. And Elianya seems disappointed that Lant did not use his authority to force the Rousters to treat Thick better on the trip home. But Lant doesn't have the royal gene, apparently, and he didn't (laughs) think that he could just, like, demand that people do things. Doodles, a Gen X, is like, Yeah, hard. <laughs> well Keddy, a boomer, is all back in my day, we would have killed the offenders. And Elianya, definitely a Gen Z, is like, Well, we should fire the lot of them, even the ones that didn't do the crime, because they didn't stop the others from doing the crime. And then Fitz, who is not an assassin anymore, is like, I'm going to go assassinate them <laughs> So get him a cool dark blue jacket, you know? Later Fitz is in the walls gossing with the fool about how Doodles is going to let Fitz do some unofficial questioning slash hiring slash firing of the rousters for his own guard. This is very much an Injustice League situation in the making when Fitz gets a text from Nettle, quote, news of the gals, come quick. And Fitz leaves the fool in the dark once more. Double trouble, he takes Motley with him. Fitz arrives at the Queen's Garden, the one set piece that we spent so much money on that we're going to use it in every season, to find Nettle's news (laughs) is in the form of fucking Civil fucking Bresenga, and I puke. While Doodles and Civil's unnamed but clearly best friends wit animals play in the snow, they should have made him gay, Civil offers Fitz some bird news. (laughs) A crow saw some gross campers in the woods. Where, says Fitz, suddenly covered in 118 knives, but (laughs) duty stops him. There's more useless information that ends with us finding a ship docked at Salter's Deep that no one can see. So instead of assassination like the chapter is set up for, we're going to go right in there and force and arrest them? Well, no, it, it has to be me, intones Fitz, our main character. I lost them. I have to get them back or the readers won't like me anymore. (laughs) <laughs> the royals nod sagely. Well, we expect you to say that as irrational as we all know it to be. And yet, as secondary fandom faves, we understand. Doodles motions for the rising score to quit and turns to Fitz, explaining that he can't just brawl his way across the map like Witcher 3, The Great Hunt. We must act with precision. <laughs> we'll bring a force to cl- to close the ports To move across the land and make sure we capture them without giving them the chance to kill their hostages. You have to do what I tell you, because I'm the king and we all read the epigraph. Despondent over not being loaded like an arrow into the assassinate the bad guys and recover B-giant crossbow of fatherly feelings, Fitz (laughs) Fitz heads to Shade to do violence on his own heart. Shade's not doing great. Steady is there watching him. Has anyone told him the news? Fitz, this guy's basically dying. I don't want to stress him out. Steady, you are a fucking twat, and I hate your face that once belonged to Burch. I'm telling him <laughs> that even if he's delirious, because he, he wants to know, because I'm projecting my own feelings on everyone. Fine. So steady. Shade is clearly mostly asleep and dreaming and delirious, but we all feel better for this conversation. Shade, we're going to save Shine. And Lant... Take care of him. He's one of those delicate farseers with good hair. Yeah, okay, him too. His pride will be assuaged. (laughs) What next? Oh, right, treason. So Fitz finds Foxglove and asks her to ready his guard. Foxglove, loyal to Fitz, is willing but sad because they've only been a guard for, like, a day. So they kind of suck and there aren't that many of them. So they're definitely all going to die if Fitz uses them to fight a war. I'll go get the fucking rousters then. We'll need cannon fodder. So off to the rusty door hinge brothel to menace and punch some rousters who, last we heard, were making fun of Thick, which is like not okay. And maybe Elianya was right. No, we need them to absorb all the arrows aimed at Foxglove's grandkids. So get them, Fitz. Witted bastards, <laughs> smash. <laughs> That night, Fitz does some more assassin shit, brewing himself a potion. Oh, no, it's not. It's just elf bark. Okay, so this is old school Fitz. Let's do this. Elf bark to make you invisible to the skill. I see you. What's next? A midnight chat with the fool? A pleasure. Hey, you want to go for a midnight walk? Me? No, I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere. Don't be daft. Anyways, I'm having great dreams. What? I'm battling for a mate and I win. Cardwheel. Side note, this entire exchange is, like, really aggressively royal assassin-esque, and I I just love it. Um, Well, I'm going to go on this midnight walk. I might never see you again. I love you. And off Fitz goes into the night with his pack of assassin drugs and bees things, and then he encounters Lant on the steps. And Lant's not stupid. He says, I want to go with you. Okay, well, we have some things to plan. And Lant's like, no, I didn't know she was my sister. (laughs) And then briefly... (laughs) Fitz considers throwing himself down the stairs to avoid finishing the conversation. <laughs> and then Lance, like, well, please, I have to do my part to save Shine, please. And Fitz is like, well, you should just stay here and watch over Shade because you're weak and fancy and you can't even stab anyone properly. And Lance, like, to himself, as Fitz whooshes off into the shadows like fucking Batman, he says, well, because that's what you would do? I doubt it. And I cheered for Lant in that section. So on the way out, uh, Fitz confirms with Foxglove that the guard and the Rosters will be riding at dawn. Then he goes to saddle up his horse and encounters Pear because this is obviously the adventure party rounding out. And Pear's like, where are you going? And he's like, oh, I'm going for a little ride. And Pear's like, what, with a battle axe? And he's like, yeah, uh, look over there. And then Fitz and the Roan <laughs> shiver with excitement of the hunt. I liked it. It was, lots of, it, was lots of, it was lots of whooshing around the castle, striding, walking with purpose. Motion. I love it. Motion. We're moving. We're I, doing. I it.
2: like this whole section that we've done this time. <laughs> this, it's very good. Stuff is happening. Yeah. We're learning things. Things are happening. It's good. I liked when he beat up the rousters.
0: Yes, that's the best part. (laughs) He goes down there and they're like, he's like, are you going to do what I tell you to do? And they're like, no. And then he like godfathers them all, punches them in the face. And then people
3: are like, that was the fucking witted bastard. He was going to kill you. Didn't it say he had like brass knuckles or like a fucking steel hand or something that he was using to beat the shit out of them? Like, no, I'm not going to hurt myself. I'm going to hit you with this.
0: I'm gonna hit you with your own pin.
2: Yeah, it was said something like Shane Shade taught me to never punch someone without like brass knuckles or something like in my favor to protect your knuckles.
3: Yeah. Dainty nuts. That's my crazy eighty eight nickname. You gotta have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Every everyone should have their own gauntlet, at least. It's just one of your main supplies.
2: I totally, totally. get that. When I was in taekwondo they always said to punch with the like the first two biggest knuckles or what you want to impact mm-hmm. with but um, my my middle finger knuckle is way sticks out way further than everything else
0: so does mine so I'm like well what I am I supposed everybody to do does, i can not
2: I can't do that because I will just hit with one knuckle, no matter what.
0: Yeah, I can't. I'm doing it right now. I cannot manipulate my fist in a way that makes my. Alyssa's got a good fist
2: for punching. Hell yeah! Yeah,
3: my top two. (laughs) My top two are they're out there ready to do some shit. So.
2: I figure I'm gonna break my hand the first time I punch someone as hard as I can.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not if you have a gauntlet or some brass knuckles. Yep. Yep. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm a brass knuckles person.
3: I'm definitely a brass they, knuckles situation. Yeah.
0: I think they look cool. I think they feel cool. I have this this ring that Joey made me that has a very large piece of silver on the bottom of the ring that is triangular in shape. <laughs> and when I'm holding onto the pole on the subway and people are leaning
3: on me, I just dig it into them as hard as I can and it is Really satisfying. (laughs) I mean, either side of that ring is going to do damage because the stone would definitely, like, slice somebody's face. Oh, yeah. The stone could definitely, like, fuck your face up pretty good,
0: too. And uh, I've definitely had long, long just
3: daydreams about that. Rachel choreographing her fight scenes for the future.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I do. If I'm not reading on the subway, I'm just daydreaming thinking about punching uh, everybody on the subway. Thinking about <laughs> punching you, you. I just la- cool. I also like that in this section we find that like the king is just kind of he wields a lot of power, but he also just complains the whole time. He's <laughs> Doodles just doesn't feel kingly to me, not the way that da- that Verity did. And I, I don't think, think maybe it's just it's
5: cuz Verity was a martyr and just... Beautiful is like we've got a to-do list. And, right, and I
0: think it's I think it's also that like that dichotomy, like Fitz was a, was younger than Verity and he respected Verity in that way, and now Fitz right. is older than Doodles and he's like, Oh
3: kid. Alright, kid. I also think that Doodles like picks his battles, you know? Like is this really like a yeah. time for him to get like super authoritarian with him? Like, no, and he kind of respects Fitz and Probably suspects he's going to go rogue, but is hoping he's not going to. Well, it's he negotiates wrong. a lot more. Like, Verity would just yeah. order Fitz
0: to do something, whereas Doodles is like, look, Fitz, I know you're going to go off half-cocked and do something insane, but listen to me first. <laughs> and, and Fitz is like, like there is logic there. I'm not going to listen to it. But I'm not listening. Yeah, that's a stupid idea. I'm not listening. I'm going to go over here.
3: Do you think it's because... Lant just assumes that Fitz is always going to do what he wants, and he doesn't want to have to punish Fitz in a very, like, dramatic, crazy way as the king. And so he tries to give him an out so that he never actually has to, like, lay down the hammer with him. I think, think, yeah, I
0: think Dutiful is, like, a huge softie. I think that all he's ever wanted is family and people around him that he cares about because he was a very lonely child, and... He is never going to take members of his family and like really get mad at them. It's just gonna make, he wants everything to be okay. And he also has shown to be very forgiving anyway. Look at his friendship with Civil. I mean, Civil almost got him killed like, super killed. And he's like, we're best friends.
2: That's why it's so comical when Fitz is like, oh, well, I disobeyed the king. I'm probably going to get executed on the way back. Yeah. It's like,
0: <laughs> chill out. So you're no, you're just going to be like, he's just going to like look sad at you for like an hour. <laughs> that so will be the think. worst thing ever to Fitz. I'm not mad. Nobody I'm loves disappointed. Me. <laughs> Well, that's because Fitz is, like, you know, very doggy, right? It's, like, the worst thing you could do. It's, like, when the dog's looking at you with the sad eyes, like, I've
3: done something wrong. He (laughs) does get a lot of free passes, though. His entire life is
0: a free pass after, like, the torture. He's (laughs) a mythic figure at this point. Yeah, like, he went in, he walked into a place of business, beat up all the customers on the left, (laughs) and... The other people that were there were like, that was cool as shit.
3: (laughs) But I don't know. It's like at a certain point, like, he should respect his family enough to, like, maybe abide by some of the things that they say. No, he does not believe that anyone knows
0: anything as well as he knows. He's just like, you know what? I'm... At one point, he thinks to himself, who, who owes loyalty to Dutiful? Uh, well, the prince fits chivalry does, but the father, me, doesn't give a shit. I'm going to do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. yes. Even though
2: everyone has been telling him this entire book to sit this one out.
0: And also everyone yeah. has been spending this entire book trying to help him and like bending all of the resources they have to help him. He's like, not good enough. No, cuz it's not me cuz I have to do it. It's me. I'm a control freak and I'm I am the hand that failed, therefore I must be the hand that saves. I mean, I get it. I get it. He's a wolf. Uh what else? I do like that Lant is is starting to stick up for himself. I think he's starting to gain a little bit of self awareness that he's pathetic barely but yeah well he was going he was on his way he was going to see Fitz to be like I, I I, figured out that you're going on a mission and I need you to take you know take you with me and then he's like I'll sit this one out he's like fuck you I'm not sitting this out I'm gonna follow your ass
3: yeah, but like how helpful is he really when he's fucking practically running a fever and pale and can barely like walk because pale. he's so wounded? Like how like how he's helpful pale. is he really gonna be on this mission? Look, Excluding even, some like random thing he might do.
0: Even fancy boys. Like are be a human shield on... or something. <laughs> yeah, like you know, every every party needs a bard. Every party needs
4: He ain't no bards. He, he's your scholar. you might have to go up a class a... before he becomes useful.
0: <laughs> he knows something. <laughs> there's something in there. He's got some useful information. I'm sure that will help make him useful in the future. Fitz has always and Fitz has always been unable to accept help when he definitely needs help true and
3: I don't know. I like that. Lant is kind of just like, man. I'm gonna help you whether you like it or not, quote unquote. Help. It's also like, is it like it's, it's this chapter where Fitz is like, oh, and yeah, like I know you're you're gonna want to like tell her, hey, yes, we're related. We can't smooch anymore. But, like, it's not going to be a very convenient time for you to do that because this girl is just getting out of, like, whatever fucking crazy-ass trauma she's been through. And then you're just going to be there to be like, oh, hey, I just really need to tell you, like, real quick, like, right now, immediately, we're brother and sister. And then, like, crush her in another whole entire way. He, like,
0: buys a sky plane that's just flying all over. (laughs) Incest.
3: Sorry for the incest.
5: (laughs)
0: I didn't know.
5: Fitz is just like, sucks. oh my
0: god. He's like, can, I, can the floor just take me right now? I don't want to have this conversation.
5: He never wants to have that conversation.
3: No. I don't know I just in this moment like I get that he's trying to step up but I also think that it's a little bit selfish because he's trying to make himself feel better about when he oh, it's incredibly not and he yeah. just wants to like he's thinking about him and what he wants to tell Shine even whether regardless of whether it's the best thing for her and oh you think it's Lant that you think is being selfish I was
0: talking about Fitz yeah. I think Fitz oh is no being I was talking about selfish. Lant Okay. Yeah, I mean, Lance, Lance, but Lance Young, Lance, trying to do what's right, and he feels that he's made a horrible error, and he had more information than Shine did, so maybe he feels responsible. I don't, I don't know. But I think I do think that Fitz is being incredibly selfish, and the reason that oh, I he's know always he's selfish. That's selfish. the only
3: thing he knows how to do. When has he not been selfish? But the reason I know he's selfish
0: is that he didn't tell the fool what he was doing.
3: I know, right? Isn't that so fucked? Fitz was told that his snow-white baby, who looks just like the fool, is (laughs) co-fathered with the fool. And then Fitz has not given him any respect about that at all. Like, hey, we have news about our daughter, but he doesn't share it. And he's just like, I'm going to go on this mission. And it's just, he's not including the fool in it at all. And it's Fool's Kid too. Yeah,
5: but he doesn't want to think about that. Because well, he's in denial he
3: mode. Up. <laughs> His whole life is denial mode. It's po- true. At some
0: point, he's just gotta get over it. Uh, let's move on to chapter 23. Alright. Chapter 23. Bonds and Ties.
5: The intro supplies us with a probably badly translated half-burned skill scroll about the construction of skill pillars that basically amounts to be fucking careful, as if we didn't know that already. And oh yeah, sucks to be the skill pillar technician that has to install this thing install the thing because magic is an exchange and you'll probably shorten your life while you do it. So Oh, that sucked. You know, it has to be really worth it. And know that you're, you know, helping future generations, if not yourself.
0: This skill the skill is a bad magic. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> <Really>? just, <right? laughs>
5: Um, so Fitz is off on his old pal, the Roan, again, defying his king because he's Fitz and he does what he wants, which makes me wonder why he ever fears the trappings of court since he never seems to listen anyway. The Roan informs her wayward rider that she's got a fucking name, thank you very much. It's not (laughs) Roan or horse, it's Fleeter. She still wants to bond with Fitz. Don't know why, but uh, Fitz feels (laughs) like he's cheating on Night Eyes, who is not taking his calls right now. Fleeter is not happy, but still eager to prove how great she is, and is totally up for a long cross-country gallop. She also informs him that she is his best weapon, and guesses that his name is Changer, so Fitz blocks her and tries to lose her number as they ride on. <laughs> <laughs> so, soon though, they have company, because you know whoever, you know who else never listens? Lant and Perseverance. They've decided that they're coming along whether Fitz likes it or not, and I will just be... Continue to be endlessly amused by the fact that he can never go anywhere alone when he wants to. No. <laughs> Press has also come along because Perseverance is not letting this go—that this thing go that he knows B will want to ride her own horseback. And it just makes me sad. Uh, Fitz really tries to get them to go back because Lance is still recovering from his injuries and Perseverance is a child. But Lance is all <laughs> like... I'm here for my own reasons, and because my dad said so. And Purr is all like, actually, I technically swore myself to be first, so really nothing Fitz says matters to these two, and I love it, even though Fitz is really not that wrong here. And just to make everything more fun, Motley crashes the party, shouting Fitz chivalry as she arrives, and Purr is in <laughs> awe as she spoke, and Lant wants to know if she's his wit beast, and Fitz is just done. He also ped- like, is really petty and corrects Lant to- with referring it to uh, the Bond is an old-blood companion. He's like, I don't know why I did that, but, ha. Huh. He uh, never
0: says
3: that. <laughs> right? I know, that's such bullshit.
0: <laughs> I like that he's, he's
5: self-aware in that moment, too. He's like, I don't I'd ever do that. I don't know why I said that. Just because he's mad at them. Anyway, at least he's able to pass Motley off to Purr after he promises to take care of her and paint her feathers black. Uh, then we make it to the fairy. Everybody's favorite fairy. Uh... And they're re- getting ready to cross when Fitz realizes his day actually can get worse when Riddle shows up too, scolding him for taking Lant and Purr along as if he had a choice. Uh, he also definitely left without Nettle's permission and is not there to bring Fitz back and they both commiserate about the fact that Nettle is going to be super pissed at both of them when they return. Bonding. Riddle's the best. I know, I love Riddle. <laughs> Uh, there's some waffling about who is going on the ferry, and it seems like Lance is getting cold feet, and the ferryman is like, oh my god, are you crossing or not? Fitz gets aboard with Fleeter, hoping in vain that they'll all turn back, like that was ever going to happen. Soon everyone gets on the ferry, and they all cross, and the moment they reach the other side, Fitz tells Fleeter it's time to run, and basically just flees the group, and only Riddle is able to catch up (laughs) with him, and he tells the other two, just follow as you can, they're such great babysitters. (laughs) (laughs) in the end they can't make it all the way anyway and stop at a random cabin in the woods where everyone gets some food and rest and a nice dose of drugs from Fitz sorry riddle Fitz has his own drug cocktail for himself though a nice Bark tea to keep him out of the fog and an extra hit of Kara's seeds so he can channel that young Fitz riding or running through a castle with a bared blade energy he gives Fleeter some kerosene as well, which seems like a terrible plan, but sure, it's fine, and they're off again, leaving the others behind to probably be very angry at him when they wake up.
0: The horse girl in me is like, oh my god, this horse is gonna die. Her heart's
3: gonna explode. She's gonna run until
0: she dies. That's what always happens.
4: Yeah, it's, I'm worried about that too. As soon as she's named, it's it's over for her. <laughs>
0: Oh, I like the name Fleeter. I think Fleeter's a good name. It's better than Roan and Horse. Codfits. <laughs> the Roan. Uh, so Mo- So the, the only thing that makes me sad is when Motley showed up, I was like, the fool's alone. Devastation. I know, right? <sighs> like, Ash is back there somewhere, so that's good, but...
2: <laughs> she needs to chill.
0: the fool. I'm like, the fool is blind. You know that the fool's... Like, as soon as you leave... Like, honestly, Fitz, as soon as you leave, do you really think the fool's just gonna be like, well, I'll just sit in the wall and wait for you to come back?
3: <laughs> Fuck you. Fitz didn't give it a fleeting moment of brain time. He oh. didn't care.
0: Alright, so we got Molly, We got Lant. We got Purr. We got Fleeter. Riddle. And Fitz, that's... Okay, well... Lant and Per, well, actually no, just Lant. Per Riddle and Fitz, that's a solid team. Yeah, I think for adventuring for a mission, these yeah. are all people it's a who know what they're doing. will take it. Yeah, self-sufficient. Like Riddle is like the most competent person, right? Like, I mean, I sure. would definitely read an entire adventure story of
5: Fitz and Riddle just watching each other's back. Yeah. yeah. Of course it would it would all be Fitz being like I can't believe he's still here. What did I do to deserve <laughs> a friend like this? And Riddle would be like I love you, you idiot. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: he's so competent too. And I don't it's like Fitz why why did you why did, you, there why did <laughs> you drug him as well? It's like crazy.
3: Yeah, I really he, didn't get that. I, I Because, because he thinks that he has to do it on by his own. Himself. What yeah, he's so maffle. dumb. When ha- did he ever do anything by himself? He always had an assist, most of the time an animal assist. And then if it tell wasn't him an that. Can assist, we get into, into the book assist. and tell him that? <laughs> tell him that to his face.
0: Conjure fits right now and tell him you have never accomplished anything no. worthwhile. He's gotten
3: himself own. caught a whole fuck ton, and then everybody else <laughs> has helped him get out of it.
0: <laughs> you always have another it was either night eyes or catrickin or fucking sometimes even starling like you always had a sidekick to the fool or the fool, to, or or the fool. Yeah. like yeah
3: like literally anybody or riddle
0: it's like he goes into his own brain and erases everyone else and he's like that was me i did it all by myself yeah <laughs> he's a big fan of revisionist history i flew through the air on my own and i unleashed fireballs from my eyes
3: it was all me <laughs> I did like oh when god, they got ash. to the cabin and, and oh god!
2: Sorry, no, the sorry, cat? not you, Ash, and not the ash in the book, the ash in my the kitchen. I was like, I I,
0: I was like, I hear children. There is wandering the house, screaming like a ghost.
2: Yeah, sorry, listeners, to be confused with the plethora of ashes involved in this podcast, but I'm talking about the cat that will not shut up.
0: <laughs> oh no, well, she's. I just she want to be a part of it anything. all. I want to be where the podcast is. Yeah, <laughs>
2: get get your head scratches.
1: I haven't no, looked at her in up. three days. Well, what I was gonna. <laughs> she's being driven mad. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna life. say
3: I did like this scene where Riddle and Fitz are getting the little cabin ready, and they're like, "Yeah, we just went about our little tasks, just like bebopping around each other, and like we picked up our rhythm just where we had left it off." And
5: I love them. I love a little
3: domestic bliss <laughs> working together, and Lance sitting there like, "Are there any curtains?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking
3: for the
5: bar card. <laughs> My love for Riddle reminds me of the fact that when I read these books the first time, I had no idea who he was. Because
0: he so... does just come out of nowhere. It's very—it's it, yeah. a very weird thing because, like, honestly, reading these books, it's like, who the fuck is this guy? And then because I had been years, and then I went back <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he's in the middle trilogy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he's VIP. Just the whole
5: time. But, like, he doesn't even do that much in the Middle Trilogy. (laughs) Like, he's he's just just kind of there, and then he's, like, forged, and then he, you know, then he comes back. But, like, he's never, he's not, like, really there until, like, the very end when he starts, you know, like, being the go-between between between Fitz and Molly. And then it's, like, oh, now he's being really useful all of a sudden because he wants to date Nettle. But.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, I mean, we always knew he was Shade's man, and. Yeah. Also competent, yeah. but like that's about in it. the
0: family. You know, but he's a approved he's just consort awesome. for Nettle because he's one of he's one of shades. I like it's in you know, you draw that circle around and you, anyone who is in that circle stays, anyone who's out of that circle. Not <laughs> circle okay. of trust. So keep drawing that circle of trusts where you can see who's who, who's who's worthy. I like that Nettle is attracted to competence. <laughs> yeah, good for her.
5: She's like, my father is incompetent. I will go for the confident yeah. version of him. Let's go.
0: Alright, let's talk
3: horses. Let's talk Fleeter. Let's talk her long legs. Her She's girl. like, don't call me horse again, motherfucker. I have a name. She's Put a some respect on my name. Personality.
0: She yeah. tosses the hair. She's like, oh, you want to run, boy? I can run. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't hard. I can run all day. Hold all night. Tight.
4: Let's do it. Yeah, she's got a lot of personality. Of all the horses, I feel, I feel like she has probably the most personality.
0: Well, she's the one that talks. <laughs> so, there's my black, but there we did forget Sooty. I feel yeah. like so, this is like Sooty Aww, again sooty. and a little a But, little like, bit, you know? with more energy. With more energy, with more connection, because Sooty didn't talk to Fitz as much, because Sooty yeah. was... Yeah. Yeah.
5: I just like the fleeter is like, I've been waiting through all these other people for, you know, someone to bond with and you're it and Fitz is like, No, no, we cannot. No, no. <laughs>
3: well,
5: like, and it's just kind of crazy that these other do.
3: people just kept selling her when she's such a bad
0: bitch. What I what got me was that she had this like her conception of being bought and sold and passed around is really interesting because it it's not it's not an injustice to her. Like it's not the Black Beauty kind of. I'm sorry, I keep talking about Black Beauty, but I did like never be sorry. Affected. We only reference <laughs> seven <laughs> movies on
3: this podcast. It's fine. Black Beauty's beautiful. Black Beauty's a
0: masterpiece. Um, it also changed the way horses were treated in modern society. But anyway, um, and all animals really it, it advanced. It advanced our modern understanding that animals have feelings and should not be treated as objects. But anyway, um, it. She, when she thinks, I was sold, she doesn't have any resentment to that. It's just, like, as a matter of course, it is how the world works. Like, this poor horse doesn't have a choice. She just gets given to people, and then she's just been waiting for the right person. Instead, like, she, she can't go on an adventure. She can't seek out a wit partner. You know, like... Right, Like, when you think of the way the wolves do it, or the way bears do it, or birds, it's like they seek out their wit partner, but a horse, a domesticated horse, doesn't have that ability. Um, and I thought it was still interesting that she still had such spirit and, like, you know, excitement around it, that she wasn't bitter.
3: I liked it. Well, she's about Very to horsey. be bitter, because Fitz is like, no, I don't want to, nope, we're not doing that.
4: Forgive me if we talked about this on a previous Uh, Podcast, but did do the do the animals also have wit capability? I mean, do they do they have to have the the wit themselves, or are they all wit? Some animals have the
0: wit. Nope, not all animals are wit compatible. So
4: okay, so then they're like they're basically people. So if you're a horse that is wit compatible, you're kind of screwed unless you. I mean, you're going to interact with people more, but you're going to have to wait until you encounter.
0: It's probably easier for a domesticated animal to encounter a witted person than a wild animal to, con- to <coughs> encounter a witted person. I mean...
4: Yeah, I mean, it's not a developed world. I mean, it's pretty mostly wild still, so it's probably hard to encounter people in the wild. I mean, if I don't know. It's it's
0: diff- it's difficult. Like, Burritch, you know, the, or even in the Piebald Prince, we saw that, like, you can bond with an animal that you... If you bond with an animal that you don't own that's a huge problem because you could be separated you can you don't have control over where where each of you go so
4: wait can wit can animals wit bond with each other like can you get like a badger and like a
5: (laughs) a hedgehog together that would be awesome that
0: That could unstoppable force Yeah, where's that short story object (laughs) i don't know Robin Hobb, can animals whip on to each other? We have yeah. not seen it,
5: but that would be fun. But then like could you have I... humans whip bond to each other? Frog and the
3: toad. <laughs> <laughs> that's, you could argue that's, that Fitz keep buying that little tiny yeah, yeah. for each other. Yeah. Um... Yeah,
5: but
0: Fitz can't feel the fool with his wit. Yeah, he can. He just doesn't want to. <laughs> he is in the place that he dares not look. Oh, I made a Dune reference. I worked it in. All right. Oh, oh Jesus. Again. <laughs> uh, what else? What else? Oh, also, side note I feel like Delvin Bark is a Witcher word. I'm sorry, Robin Hobb. It just sounds like a Witcher thing.
4: Well, she was definitely playing Witcher 2 when she wrote this book.
0: Yeah, for sure.
4: She was gaming hard,
0: she was <laughs> it feels like it it feels like it it feels like she was just are you winning home looking... <laughs>
4: uh,
0: is that it? Should we move on to chapter twenty four yeah, sure, yeah. let's do it. go for it, Joey.
4: Okay. um, Chapter twenty-four is called "Parting Ways." Uh, There is a content warning for rape and violence because the violence is terrible, or at least the the suggested violence is terrible, and I will spare you most of that. But it's usually implied, but it's awful. But and I also want it to be acknowledged that I have taken yet another terrible chapter. Um, and I do want credit for that. Some kind of credit.
3: What kind of credit? You, would you because like? I actively I
4: don't avoided know, it. A drink or something would be fine. <laughs> I mean,
0: I just laid on the floor and said, "I don't want to do chapter twenty-four. <laughs> I don't
4: want." Yeah, it's awful. That's
5: I, why I called my chapter early.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't want
5: a good chapter. I
4: don't mind, but before you know, most of this, these books, the the, the last, this book in particular has been why who are these Chalcidians Chalcidians? Chalcedian? Do they say
0: Chalcidian in the Chalcidians? Chalcedian, that's it.
4: That's right. That's right. Chalcidian. That's what they say in the book. who are these fuckers? Why are they so terrible? And if have you encountered them in any of the other books? I, I think Eldrick, if I remember I recall somebody or Elric. Yeah, El El Elric. Eric. Ellick, oh, Ellick. He sucks. He's terrible. I don't like oh, him. Oh yeah,
0: he's 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 awful. in the he's in the Dragon books.
4: He's in the Dragon yeah. books. He's terrible. We brought him back. We revived this terrible, stupid villain. Um, and then now we have this other terrible Hogan bastard. And I don't. I just don't know why we need these people. But I mean, I guess they give somebody fits to kill. So you know, um anyways that's that's my preface that's my joey preface for for this chapter because it's just ugh, these people
0: why do we need men got it yeah yeah Yeah. why 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 this three of them
4: (laughs) i mean i almost think that it might be a juxtaposition for to be like buck keeps pretty good you know like buck keeps ain't ain't so bad they may they may have like Prejudices against people and wit stuff, but you know what they're they're not bastards like this, but anyways, let me get started. Um, the chapter begins with a record of one of b 's prophetic dreams, where a distant bell is ringing, and she is being chased by someone or something awful, and as much as she tries to get away, she continues to run in the most dangerous she continues to run to the most dangerous places. And is captured repeatedly. There's a black stone staircase. Someone's putting on gloves, taking them off. The emptiness is made of other people, which is definitely like skill stuff. But you know, we don't really know what this means. I mean, she definitely keeps running into trouble. I mean, we know that lately. Hopefully by the end of this chapter, that, that's not as true. Um But so the chapter begins with um Ellick. Who has properly lured Vendaleyer away from Duela, separating uh, him from her influence, which seemed to be key? Alec left for a town with a few uh, of his riders and Vindelier, probably to raid it and and made sure that the, the Lyrics Duela, B and Shun were left alone for now. Uh, the Lyrics were concerned as they had never seen this future. Uh, B is getting uh, better at peeing like a boy, which is important um and and while she's kind of <laughs> coming back um one to th-
0: be <laughs> <laughs>
4: without a funnel too um and and one of the younger uh chalcedans Chal- did i say it right that time Chal?
0: uh-huh chalcedans. i should
4: know this i've been listening you know-
0: it's either I've heard "chelcedan," "chelcedian." I just Chelsid-
4: see "cicada" now when I look at the word.
0: <laughs> I mean, um, the way you it, it's, When
4: it's one really of the younger cicadas pulls Shun and aside <laughs> and explains that they are under his protection, which is sort of like, oh, "I don't like this." Like, what do you, what do you want from, from, from us? Um, and that, and and that—that's funny because, like, in this section at least. I think that's the one and only time we really refer to this one particular person. Um, And I don't think they have a name, but he's there. Thanks. Um, Alex Men returned from the raid uh, with the Fog Boy, uh, Vindalire. And and it seems to have gone well. They got some some bread and pearls. And then some other things. (laughs) That's what I remember. There were some bread and pearls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Chalcedon uh warriors made camp and started enjoying their plunder, and it occurs to be that she needs to better understand her prophetic dreams so that she can better navigate the uncertainty. But Wolf Wolf Father uh warns her and tells her t- to keep her mind on the present, which is important. Uh Dwyla and Edessa are having a conversation. Um, she is concerned, Dwyla is concerned that, uh, they are so far off, they are so far off the path, there is no way to understand how to return to it, and that's not good. Um, an argument breaks out in the Warriors camp, and this is where things get truly awful, and I'm gonna try to summarize it without going into any detail, but Alex being challenged by the handsome rapist, uh, Hogan, he's demanding to be granted access to one or more of the women, and then the other men are also interested in pressuring Alec uh, with the same requests, And it's getting really gross, and everyone can hear it happening, including the lyrics, who now want to flee. But Dwyla, Dwyla is pressuring them to, quote-unquote, do nothing, which is just terrible guidance from anyone for any reason. <laughs> but that's what she's saying. <laughs> um, to everyone's horror, Hogan's request is being granted, and they approach Dwyla. Dwyla, I don't know why I can't say her name.
5: Dwalia. Dwyla. <laughs> Dwyla.
4: It's because I wrote it. It's because it's because audiobooks. <laughs> <laughs> Dwalia and the others, the lyrics huddled around Dwalia in fear, uh, in fear, and Shun and B were able to flee to one of the other tents. Um, so they're starting to get some distance, which is great. Um, Odessa was selected, but Hogan protests, um, uh, cause she, he doesn't like the way she looks. And Alec explains that this is what he gets, take it or leave it. This is what I'm going to give you. And he decides, well, I guess I'm going to take it. And, uh, still Dwalia does fucking nothing. Um, so Shun and B actually begin to plan their escape. Um, so they're like, well, you know, how do we go this way? We should go... Um, and you know, could we freeze? Maybe, but look at what's happening. This is terrible. That's the conversation, basically. Finally, uh, Dwalia confronts Alec, which is sort of like a no go at this point. Um, and Shun and B begin their ascent, uh, descent away from camp. Uh, and B is using. Uh, it's pretty clear that B is using Wolf Father's guidance the whole way. Like hide under this shrub, don't make too much noise here, and it's all very much like Wolf logic. Um, Dwalia shouts, shouts out for Vindelier, but he, uh, her cries are stifled by some aggression from the Chalcidians. Um, she begs for help, finally, from Vindalire, um, and her cries do become more urgent. And then uh, someone—the end kind of is a little confusing because our main POV can't really see what's happening, uh, B. Um, someone is shouting out, get the bastards, but it's unclear who or why and what direction— and 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 i'm thinking maybe there's some new attackers um but b and shun definitely most definitely continue to flee away from the bedlam and madness
3: Oh, dear
2: exciting Ugh. this
4: is okay. i mean i just to pinpoint probably not a good idea to bargain with these bastards
3: Well, yeah, it's like you kind of can't be. Jolio was. Here's some tigers. Let me ride it. Dumb <clears throat> to assume that she could have all of these people under the fog the entire mm-hmm. time. and Classic kind of,
4: middle management.
3: Like ridiculously stupid of her to send Vindelier off ever and not have him there. And yeah, I don't know. I think this is a parallel to the beginning of this
0: section when they were grilling Lant, like why didn't you tell the rousters to stop it? Yeah. And Lant yeah. and Lant was following like there. the path. Right. Well, and Lant <laughs> was like, "Well, I'm sorry. I'm just me. You want me to tell a whole troop of armed horrible men to quit it?" Um but Dwalia felt like she could tell and obviously did not succeed. So Uh, Yeah, it's like it's like um I don't know. This themes that like civilization is really is fake. People only follow rules if it helps them. You know that kind of
4: authority is perceived. Authority is is perceived. perceived.
0: Thank you. Yes, and I mean, there's definitely a a lot. I feel like these Joey and I have talked about this offline. Like these books are more cynical than any of the others. Um. Uh, yeah i don't want to project anything on our author but they do they are they are more cynical like well yeah i mean i don't i i i mean again i haven't i hadn't
4: read any of the other books that don't include fits but the ones that do this is up to date the most cynical and and some graphic shit happens in the other books but not, not the, not, not so explicitly the threat of rape, and I think that comes with the Chalcedans. They are just, they are just your, 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 your barrel of at asshole this point. Behavior. I'm with
0: Shokes and Barons. Wipe them out. <laughs> why are
3: we? I know. Yeah. I'm like, like why aren't we just nuking here? their asses? <laughs> just yeah, get the keep dragons us go. Uh,
4: so I mean, it was sort of it. It was mentioned in another chapter, but. I think in an and but don't don't the don't the dragons like aren't they didn't they fuck up? Chalcid? isn't that why?
0: They did. That's Elick why they out have out a here? duchess now instead of a duke. And and
4: this is just sort of like fits as the cleanup crew now is that
0: Well, okay. So you've had 500 years of shitty behavior. I mean, getting one new per, mostly progressive leader isn't going to just suddenly stop all of the shitty behavior we saw that with Jamalia we're seeing it with Chalced. We know that
5: Also, these are the people this is the old regime that left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. And so these are the And even the people, people who are left even the people who are still in Chalced, I highly doubt any of the men actually respect her as a leader. I'm sure the women are oh, thrilled. Oh, no, of course they don't. But like the men yeah, don't of respect they her. Don't. So, yeah, and now we have these old guard people, so like they don't yeah.
0: It's probably actually a very exciting time in child proper because women are probably
4: more, more freedoms gaining, than they ever had before. Yes. Probably.
0: Gaining more rights and freedoms than they've ever had before. And that's definitely. Or are they just being abused at home
3: more by their partners because the men are like, don't you I'm dare sure think both that are you happening. can do that?
0: Yeah. Like that's, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's almost like Victorian kind of times where it's like women are gaining uh, you know, uh, the ability to own property and wear pants and travel alone and divorce. But and you can all still beat your wife to death. But That's you can fine. still beat your wife to death. And I think they've proven, there's actually a lot of um, articles you can read about how when the when Queen Victoria took the throne, violence and hatred against women actually increased because of the anxieties that men yeah. had about a, a female leader. Wow. So like, yeah, it's definitely both things happening at once. Oh my god, the cat's falling off the bed. What out? No. What's she doing? <laughs> She's
3: just so what sleepy, she? she just fell off the bed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she almost, she was like trying to get in my lap and then she just started slowly <laughs> falling into the <laughs> Why now, what are you doing? I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Alright. Is this where you want to be?
3: <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Indeed. Um, I don't know what I was saying. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> Men hate women because... That's they the kind insecure. of stuff that I like to read.
4: <laughs> yeah, I would <sighs> yeah. rather not... I. I would rather not. That's all I'm going to say. I'd rather not. Well, just be
3: glad you didn't read the other books, because it was not any better.
4: Ew.
0: I mean, yeah, and you know, the fact that, like, our this is all happening so that Shine and B can run away, and, like, that makes me feel a lot of feelings, because I don't like Dwaylia. I don't like Odessa, but I don't want them to be horribly and violently raped. So, uh, the fact that all of this shit is happening to the villains, so that my hero characters can run off, yay! But also, fuck off. Like, I, I don't know. I just I, I've again. gotten to the point where th- this yeah. is not yeah. it. Said it before, and I'll puzzle. say it
3: again. I hate how we use rape as a tool in so many instances throughout this series. Like, it's too yeah, fucking I mean, much. We, and
0: we've we've talked about this before in the show. I think that I think that Hob is acknowledging that violence against women is real. Right. And it happens and she wants to portray it in as as horrible a light as it actually is because in a lot of fantasy it is more flippantly described. It is something that just happens. It's a tool of romance, which is its own its own thing like at least in Hobbes' view it is a despicable and horrible crime. I just don't want to read about I just, it. <laughs> I feel like, yeah. you know,
5: we're we were kind of protected from it in all the rest of the Fitz books, but now that we have a female narrator it's just mm-hmm. like oh But so... it also feels like oh, Is that we've got a why? Point I mean that's view, an interesting that's observation. I, yeah. I, I well would... but the reason why we had it in like in the dragon books and the, the ship books is because we had female characters who were POVs. That's yeah.
4: very that's I would have not I would have not yeah, that's interesting. Because the
5: only yeah, so it was the only like place where we really got it in the Fitz books is with Starling, but that's you—you mm-hmm. you only heard it secondhand.
4: Yeah, yeah. Rachel and reminded she, me of that and, too, and I was yep. just kind of like, yeah, if that was just her history. It wasn't like described on camera.
0: Exactly, exactly. Right. Yeah. But now, but for Starling, it wasn't. It was real. It happened. Right, and but if like, we—if she had
5: been a POV character, then like we would we have, have gotten it. that, and it would have been yeah. terrible.
0: Yeah. Because it wasn't just that was in her history and, like, that was her motivation and, like, character building, whatever. It would have, because there was always these other instances in which she was also afraid of it happening again. And many reasons why she acted the way she did. So it would have definitely happened again or we would have at least had to sit through a chapter where she was afraid it was going to happen again. So I think that Hob is saying this is a reality. It's just, it's, and and the fact that B is so small
3: and it's still a reality is just. Uh, I know. It's like especially disturbing of like. Yeah. I don't know. All of the the whites are like small, fragile creatures, and it just like that all compounds and just makes it even nastier, and I don't know. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I'm outraged. My wit beast is (laughs) talking to you.
0: Wanna be trapped in here. Fit
3: chivalry. Fit
4: chivalry. All
0: right, yeah. Whiteout says, let's move on. So we're gonna move on. Yeah. Uh at least we've got some movement. We've got people crossing the map. We've got but here's the thing, right? This is the classic setup for we're going to arrive, and the people we're trying to save are no longer here because they've
3: saved themselves somehow. So Yup. You know. They fucking it up. So, But they had to. They had to. It's It's a good
0: middle book trope.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, hold on. So
4: just retrospective here, because a lot has happened since before in book one with the butterfly the butterfly person. That was Mm -hmm, book mm -hmm. one, right? Of this this series. Who... So the, Chal- the Chalcedians were only involved in this particular instance. That's when they were like, "We need help. We're gonna, we're gonna they hire some." They paid to help.
0: They're mercenaries, right? Yes.
4: But who were? Th- what was happening before the Chalcedians were involved? Who was who was being hired? Who was was it always the lyrics? Because was the was the Fogman involved? Was there there was just all these things that occurred to me when it was like, all right. This is this was the same crew that was probably jumping around through uh with, Withywoods. But maybe was the Fogman involved at that point? Who was who were those people? They must have been involved they must have been part from um
2: Yeah from the servants. This this whole crew was what who was at Withywoods.
5: Well but, like but who was who no, no, no. The I mean messenger.
4: like
3: the, 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 so you remember the minstrels in book one that were like there yes. before
0: I think those they were, were just... That were obviously whites. Yeah, those was, were
3: just whites. They weren't Chalcedians. But I don't think it was these particular ones.
0: Although we know that there were... They were reporting that they were seeing people and, like...
2: Yeah, Chalcedians were seen, like, pretending to be merchants.
0: It seems that they had at one point been sending out... Uh, whites from Clara's to follow trails to find the fool or the or the unexpected son. And then at one point, when they started really like getting a handle on where they were, they were like, "Okay, well, we need warriors because we're not warriors." And they started bringing Chelsea yeah. with them. Do like
3: you when remember they actually um, dispatch
0: an official group? They were like, "Okay, they gotta have yeah, they gotta have." There are bouncers. there don't
3: seem to be white assassins, which is uh.
4: They just need to, you know
3: And clearly they haven't done this before Because look at how badly they're fucking it all It's so
4: clumsy It's so clumsy Yeah They're just lucky they had this skill using white Kid (laughs) White kid (laughs)
3: White
4: kid. <laughs> they had his white kid. I'm just like
2: staring at the ceiling um, I'm uh, sorry uh, <laughs> When I When we first met Shun And there was Shade and Riddle Were there in that inn They spotted some People with Chalcedon Style saddles Like the other yep. people in the bar Did
0: they? Yeah Yep. But I so, think that was this group Well said That was early
4: that was book one still there, wasn't it?
2: The,
0: but that was still when they were in town it, right before Winterfest. It was
2: yeah. n- I guess it wasn't that mm, long was ago, longer. but it was it was a little bit longer because they hadn't settled Sean into the into Withywoods yet. She hadn't moved yeah. in yet.
4: But it wasn't like it wasn't like Molly's still alive.
2: It may but have yeah, been it was them.
5: Like, it was like months, not It was years. them.
0: I think it was this group because I think that there are I think that I don't think that Dwalia and her crew are the only crew out there. I think that they're just like the varsity crew and, they're, and they, they made it to, they didn't know Withywoods, but they knew which part of the map to be in. So they hung out in the biggest town available until they got enough information to go to Withywoods.
3: You think there's another posse of Dwalia out there? Well, because we've got,
0: we've had people showing up at looking for the fool, right? This is, this is an ongoing problem. I just, but then,
3: but they would have to have, but then you would think, okay, so they would need to have their own brute force. So, but then like, how would they did?
0: Because they had people go out that were not, that didn't have a brute force. They were just kind of more like scouts that were supposed to take out the messengers that the fool had sent. Right. And so, like, there's that there's that first wave, and that happened, like, you know, over a yeah. Period. I just I
3: did, I thought you meant like there was another Dwalia and like with twenty. No, I just
0: mean that like Dwa- that like Dwalia as like um as like a mid uh, excuse me as like a mid boss kind of figure instead of just a minion. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Like she's the kind of boss that gets like a little short cut away. <laughs>
3: Because, I mean, See, I definitely inside. think they only have one of these mind melters, and they they wouldn't be sending out, like, really big posses of people without that as a
0: Well, yeah, because consider it. If they really think that all of their magic is around prophecy, there's a lot of skill and wit, like, abilities that don't look like prophecy, so they wouldn't either know to look for it or wouldn't value it. Mm-hmm.
4: If you're a hammer, so- everything's a nail.
0: Exactly. So, like, maybe there's a lot more because they're because they, one they only allow whites in in Whiteville, right? So, <laughs> Jesus. I think you so mean that's Vermont. All... That's all... <laughs> <laughs>
4: apologies to all our Sick listeners. Sick burn, Vermont. Vermontians! All two, two, wow, all two of them. <laughs>
0: Um, But, you know, like, they've already, like, reduced – this is the same problem that – this is, like, the Jedi problem, right? If you keep slashing your population and saying, like, all right, I only will take people from here, people from here, and people from here. Okay, of that, I'm going to prevent them from having children, or I'm going to control who they have children with for, like, a thousand years. And you just keep doing that and doing that, then you're already going to reduce the number of, like, variants. So – they probably don't have as many natural skill users in Clara's as they do in the six duchies or anywhere else because they've been rigidly controlling their population because they're breeding for something else.
4: So what exactly has happened here? Because Dwalia has seemed very, confused right to the point of literally being paralyzed because she didn't know where what she was looking at anymore because
0: they have they, they have a book of like how they have a manual of how everything's supposed to go like yeah. if a then b or if b then d and is it like because none it,
4: of that. It, it's so it's because they're off off the path somehow but like yeah, how, do they, they're off how the did path. they end up off the path though they were doing everything because they were
0: supposed b to. because well this goes back because to b is a disruptor series. Is be is be a prophet or, or is she a catalyst? catalyst? Yeah. Or is this because Fitz has finally entered the map to do something else? Like, there's a lot of like we
3: have a lot of people. She could be a combo. Fuck Maybe. Yeah. Maybe no, she's it both, was because her parents were both.
4: Yeah, yeah. it was said too that Fitz is also a disruptive force that they didn't really anticipate his existence. Right. He's they killed, didn't anticipate yeah. anything after
3: the fool coming back from dead because didn't fucking... But then, this. if that's true, then how
4: the
0: hell are they even able
4: to get to this point, is, my, is, is what I'm...
0: Because enough other people had prophecies about this era. Well, if you, they don't have any direct prophecies. What are
2: all these other whites there for, if not to figure out what the path is? Because, I mean, yeah. they're not useful for anything else.
3: They're just cooking broth. <laughs> <laughs> They're cooking a old,
4: a good old brown. Yeah. Blush it also,
0: down. a great
3: fantasy trope: the bowl of brown. Uh, but the bowl of brown. <laughs> the, bowl of brown. <laughs> the bowl of brown.
4: But this this brown gives you IBS apparently. Yeah, this brown
3: is. <laughs> n- it leads to intestinal inflammation, which is no bueno. <laughs> It's and it full makes you gluten, sleepy kids. you shake your brains out and you
4: sleep. That's what you do with it.
3: That's what happens if I eat even the smallest speck of gluten. It's they're gluten. actually, yeah. like, priming her to be a model. They're just putting her onto some outrageous yeah, diet. Like, if, yeah.
4: Try this orange juice and cotton ball concoction.
3: Look, it's if anyone delicious. in this cast of
0: characters is probably gluten intolerant or even celiac, oh, definitely B. like it's
3: B. <laughs> it's B is supposed to be B. eating, like, white fish only. Like... <laughs>
2: I think there has <laughs> no sugar, to be other no, gluten, no dairy. There have to be other groups out there. At, at the least, they are hiring Chalcedians to do stuff because why would they be masquerading as merchants if they could like? Yeah, but why her? would
3: they be partnering with Chalcedians that they can't that they can't control? Like, I think the only reason they went into this partnership is because they have Vindelier.
0: Yeah, they're arrogant. They think they can control them. I think that there's like, here's the main path. This, the chances of this path happening are eighty percent. But here's like twelve other paths that have like a high, like twenty to thirty percent chance of happening. Or I don't know how percentages work. But you just added too
4: many percentages.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so they like maybe fate Math. is more than a hundred, Joey. You don't know. So they they but, probably so have but like here's their my main, thing is I think they the have
3: path. I, I think. I use your your logic to my favor which is to say that like they're so confident in this path that they don't send out other troops because they're like no this is the one.
0: I mean that's also very possible. That's that's basically the other side of the same logic tree. Sure. All what I'm trying trying to say is that they've sent their best troops on this one. This is the this is the A team. This is varsity. So they're all, they think that they're going to win because they've been told they're going to win because they, they can see the future and they did not prepare for any other eventuality. They are overconfident.
4: Well, they're a suicide squad and I don't think they knew it.
3: well i mean they were all freaked out they're like yo we never saw any of this like what's happening like this was not in any and then they they start like fucking reading all their pamphlets like what did we miss something (laughs) (laughs) like no but then like (laughs) you're just good old classic thing
0: (laughs) and i have i have so i don't know tell me if i'm wrong is in this chapter is the changer is the catalyst b or is it alec
3: I don't think because Alec, Alec is.
0: is the one. Alec is the one that made Vindelire stray from the path.
4: True,
3: not B. I'd
0: have because to. Sit, I'd have more... to sit on that oh, for a while. Oh, and, I mean, and Alec... I'm an
3: INTJ, so I need to think on that for a minute. i'm just thinking like we've we've definitely encountered other potential catalysts in
0: in our stories before it's not just one
4: and elec is divergent from from the original event that allowed the that allowed the dragons to fuck chalced right
0: right so he's like
4: a he's an anomaly on his own right i mean because that's in a future that didn't exist in some sense
3: yeah Alec is such a pathetic sleazeball, though. I refuse to believe that he is a catalyst.
0: Well, come on. We've had other villains' mini-catalysts, you know.
3: He's their their
2: next Keeble raw bread.
3: I just need him to be, like, dead and gone, and I don't want him to have, (laughs) you know, I don't want him to be able to say that he was a catalyst.
0: That's definitely, like, he died at the end of the movie, it was really satisfying, you went home, and then two years later, they're like, we're making a sequel, guess who's in it? And you're like...
4: God damn it. This is You a know
0: prequel? No, fuck.
4: Yeah, the fucking emperor, It's Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> That's who
0: he is. Like, what well, they're fucking cloning somehow, him? Somehow, Alec has returned. <laughs> you know,
3: yeah. for plot reasons, there's some lightning and some electricity and some. A big knife that couldn't cut through shit. That if you
0: stand in this exact spot on this one planet that has not marked fifty,
4: fifty hundred star destroyers at disposal, made with <laughs> black magic, force magic. You didn't even know how it happened. Who needs an economy when you just got the what? What Emperor triggered force? everybody
3: in this episode? Not the rape. No, no. <laughs> it's bringing back Palpatine. <laughs> Good God um I'm not giving Alec that so, much credit. That's my point. I ain't doing it. You can't make me. Well, he's no, palpy. I, before, <laughs> he's he's palpy. He's not
1: our boy. He's not our boy. We'll get him on the field, kid. That's our Palpy. <laughs>
0: oh, man. All right. Um,. Uh, it, it, this is kind of a nice cliffhanger. We've got people running into the into the woods. We've got Fitz on a mission. Finally, we don't know what the fool's going to do. It's definitely going to be dramatic because he's he's not going to take that lying down. And Shade isn't doing great. So there's lots of there's lots of stuff happening. Let's move into every episode prompts. The first is we are pack character introductions and exits,
3: intros. Um, Fleeter if. We call her by yeah, her Fleeter's proper name. name. Yep. Seems to be
0: like the ultimate horse, very horsey. Hmm. Uh, we didn't really get any other sort. Of, we got like more on Hogan, which is like whatever. Right. Great, thanks for that. Um. Uh, but we did get some animal assists. Some very important animal assists in this section.
5: Botley showed up.
3: Yes. Wait, what chapter... And I might be outing myself just a hair, because I might... You're right ahead. Two chapters ahead. But... Mm. What chapter is it where the fool makes his appearance in his
4: outfit? I don't know about that, so I'm going to say that's in the future.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But now I'm trying to think of when it was, though, because... I feel like. Did you finish was...
4: the book, Ashley? No, not even close. No. I you, read, like, do you... I finished the book. Are you going to be in the spoilers section? No, <laughs> I haven't read that far ahead.
3: Got it. It I think because it's... Fitz has already left. Yeah, but. It, it, I, well, that's just spoilers. <laughs> <laughs>
5: All right, <laughs> he's going to be in the spoilers section. <laughs> Suffice to say, it comes after where we are currently.
3: Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: And it's not an animal assist, so. Oh no, sorry, I just. <laughs> what?
3: That, a, totally unrelated. I was jumping down to fashions from Jamelia. <laughs> and that's, uh, there were none. There we were got no fashions. Fleeter. Please, we,
0: we got Pleader. <laughs> we, we got Pris. We got Motley. We've got. We got. And also the VIP, the MVP, the All P. We've got Wolf Father. The doing wait. the work. Doing the good shit. Hey, hide here. Go here. Go left. You know, left, right, left, right. A, B, A, B. <laughs> up, down, up, down. <laughs> I could see that in by the way, perfectly translated into a mission in a video game where you're playing B in this section, kinda like how you get to play Siri sometimes in the Witcher game, and you're trying to like hide, you're trying to run across the map without being seen, and there's like Wolf Father like popping up telling you what to do. That would be fun.
4: Yeah, he's 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 the tutorial uh help. With, like this little pop up in the I top, top right the corner. Paper clip. Yeah, he's clipping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Or Navi.
3: (laughs)
4: Hey, listen!
0: Uh, right, uh, now fashions from Jamalia, we have Sexism. I just want to go back to (laughs) I want to go back to the dark blue dressed like blades outfit that Rosemary and Ash get to wear in their appearance uh, in the chapter that I did where they're just standing at the wall being intimidating what do we think this outfit is? Do we think it's pants? Do we think it's skirts? Is there a jacket? Is there a hat? Is there like a custom bandolier?
2: Oh, a bandolier for sure.
0: Bandolier? Okay.
2: It's got little poison vials in it.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think they get like a cool like I like Aiel style like veil that they can pull over their face and when they become the king's the king's will? The king's executioners.
3: I think they should.
2: I think that if they were good assassins' outfits, they would look extremely normal.
3: Yeah, they should. They should blend in. It's <laughs>
0: really disappointing, Eli. I don't want to make an <laughs> They should just look like Joe Schmo. Outfit. Like, yeah.
3: <laughs> no. But be really. Just is just some man in some saggy kneed fucking pantaloons. <laughs> this is not
0: a mi- no, no. You guys are missing the point. This is not assassins on mission. This is assassins in a
3: room looking like assassins. You like, think they're just fashioned uniform. up? You think they're just fucking fashioned up when they're sitting in a room doing fuck all? Yes, for intimidation. Yes. who's seeing <laughs> them? Who's seeing being it. intimidated by them? The per the people being intimidated. What? You said they're not
0: on a mission. (laughs) Who's being intimidated? It's it's what they get to
2: wear only for when only the king is watching.
0: It says, yeah, it's like the king's doing the talking. It's the king's meeting. It's just like an all hands meeting. But then like the assassins get to stand on the side.
3: And that's how he knows
5: they're capable. Because they've got cool
3: outfits. Because they have the shroud of Hedwig. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. All right, listeners.
0: I hope you back me up because I feel like this is a really good idea, and they're all failing me. So,
3: anyway, I hear what uh, you well, want it to be, and it's just not.
2: It's it's, it's not
3: practical.
0: Just, you know, like, you know how like not in this. We go into the matrix. No, I don't know matrix. anything
3: about going into the goddamn matrix because I've never <laughs> watched gonna... a fucking one of those goddamn movies, and I never will.
4: <laughs> we will make her.
5: I haven't seen we'll them either, Ashley. The it's
0: matrix. okay. Okay, so you know how when in really? twist no you know how in <laughs> trevor's
3: Jesus, Christ. which is just like the again no, only tr- seven twist, movies. No, no, There's no, exactly tre- seven <laughs> <laughs> movies we will reference in this entire podcast of sixteen. Can we fucking do
5: Twister because I've seen that one.
0: <laughs> in the I got a few more. So. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yes. All right, so you know how in Twister, how the bad guys (laughs) have, like, the cool outfits and all black vans and the hats? Cool outfits. He wears
3: an olive green shirt and khaki (laughs) pants. He's got a (laughs) cool-ass outfit. Look out for all those cargo pockets. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Those are functional, okay?
3: But in comparison
0: to, like, our ragtag heroes, right, the corporate-funded bad guys led by Carrie Elway's are like in like cool outfits. I'm saying like it's not,
3: because not it's not with functional. you right now. I'm <laughs> like, like saying a McDonald's uniform is a fucking cool outfit. They're just I'm all bad. dressed the same. It's still a, a shitty outfit.
4: Black turtlenecks.
1: Rachel losing her mind over synchronized swimmers because they're all the same.
3: Whatever at least they have sparkles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't know what's happening. happening i don't know my phone is making noise <laughs> and an makes, there's not even sound on jenny it is on. jenny is
3: so unentertained by our own <laughs> podcast she's watching shit on her phone <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't know roll the maps where are we and how did we get here i don't Same know place. i do anymore
4: Say where where are they they're like out how there's... close are they wearing they could hit buckkeep with a
2: rock
3: probably <laughs> yeah they're not Basically. far it's just i knows. need to know He's... i'm sorry i gotta back the train up so you ended up using twister as the reference but you started off with tremors so who had the assassin outfits and tremors was it reba and her husband bert who also wore khaki cargo pants and olive green shirts <laughs> I thought that was the same worm.
4: movie. I thought it was Twister Tremors.
0: No, I'm talking about how when they start the movie off in their garbage outfits, but then when they have to go on the mission and they take they take the horses from Chang's, they change their outfits to be just like a little bit more professional, a little bit cleaner. People taking them more
3: seriously. <laughs> okay, you're done. Next, <laughs> roll the maps. Where are we and how do oh we my get God. there?
0: Which is a Twister reference, so fuck you guys. Oh
3: rabbit is good, rabbit is wise.
0: <laughs> I don't care anymore. Say what you want.
3: We're in a place in the forest near a city, in in and we were near a fairy, but we're not anymore. Right. Speaking of murder, Fitz Misery has a moment. The return of Does Fitz Suck? In this section, Fitz sucked a whole bunch. He sucked fifty hard-boiled eggs. He was just sucking, sucking. I disagree. I feel like
4: I feel like the eggs were runny.
0: I think that
5: it's much like this podcast currently is that Fitz was doing great and thought he was doing great, but later (laughs) Fitz will regret his actions.
3: But we know that Fitz was sucking because Fitz was making selfish, <laughs> selfish decisions, which is the hardest two words yeah, I could ever have to he was being competent back back.
5: while he was doing it, so it was okay. The only, the only, out.
0: no, the only law of the land, the only measure of whether or not Fitz is sucking is if the fool is on board or not. And the, That's it. he didn't let the well, fool be on board because terrible. he didn't even tell
3: the fool what the fuck was going on. So he's in full suck-a-dick mode. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, sucking a dick is I not necessarily a negative thing. I don't thing. know. I feel, like, I feel like
0: Fitz is out there on All a mission.
4: Right. He's gonna go do some damage. I feel like this is the Fitz that I know from book one.
0: The first. This is th- Royal Assassin Fitz. I feel like this is Royal Assassin Fitz. That's
5: why I said he was trying to channel the running through a, you know, running through the castle with a Bared Blade
0: energy. Yeah
3: yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get it.
0: He was. We yeah. got drugs. We got knives. We got horses. We're when running, you bust out, out the football, kerosene, the you're not
3: making bones. your best choices.
4: <laughs> but awesome choices. This like is all happening because
3: <laughs> Shade is
0: asleep. <laughs> it's all happening because Shade is asleep. Yeah, he didn't he wasn't watching. He's running
4: kerosene. He goes
3: ham.
0: <laughs> uh, how's B
3: doing? I mean, great, She's getting she's away, which is kind of a good thing. So.
5: Her skin's all peeled off, but, you know. Yeah, she stopped shitting herself, Oh well, what so color cool. is she? <laughs> she's, she's paler than she was she's before, paler. which is concerning.
0: Yeah,
5: yeah
4: that's We right. don't know she's, what that means. She's getting whiter.
0: Yeah, that's probably good. Probably I don't know. not good, right? It's probably not That makes good.
3: her blend in with the snow easier, which is good if you're trying to hide in a <laughs> snow-covered forest. There is that. Hmm.
0: My brain is groping for a song lyric right now. Well, that goes with this. It doesn't matter. Are that, we done? Yeah, I think <laughs> so.
4: We hit all the, the things. I don't have I any. I hate
0: all of you. You make fun of me to my face. It's not nice. No one said anything about your face. <laughs> I would much rather somebody <laughs> make
3: fun of me to my face than behind my back. No. I
4: thought she said about her face.
3: Because I'm getting <laughs>
0: Exclusively exclusively talk about me behind my back and never let me know because then I can maintain my dignity. Right? That's
4: what I want. Is it imagined dignity? Or is
0: it... it is imagined dignity. It is.
3: Received dignity.
0: Hmm. Anyway. Reminder for our next reading section, we'll be reading Fool's Quest chapters 25 through 28. We do have some CWs on chapter 25 for more rape. Yay. And on chapter 28 for more incest Woo-hoo. talk. So it- at least we're consistent. This has been <laughs> Buckkeep Radio. Butterful. You, you can email us at buckkeepradio at gmail dot com. Remember that I'm soliciting stuff for our hundredth episode. Yeah, which is getting really fucking
3: close. We got to start actually like doing some shit for that, right? Right. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. We're
3: just gonna take a three week break before
0: it, so we've got to
4: <laughs> 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 they gotta organize
0: you heard it here first uh i am <laughs> rachel you can find me on the internet at darth rachel i'm Alyssa
1: and i'm online at com. i'm jenny and
5: i'll plug my Jenny Slife art instagram where you can get the book hooray
3: there look i did it yay! Buy the book. yay
2: i'm eli and you can find me at chewy bread cosplay
3: i'm ashley and i'm on instagram at ladybird parker
4: and i'm joey and you can find me at uncanny robot on instagram um i'll also plug jenny's book cuz i i really like the alligator and the zebra combination on the cover
5: it's Thanks. got that cover was a struggle good animals it's got <laughs>
3: amazing illustrations it rhymes it's fucking cute as shit i ordered one for my little niece poo who turns 2 tomorrow she's going to get it this week it's going to be great so everybody should get one if you know a little person Or just for yourself. I'm getting it for myself. (laughs) It looks lovely on a bookshelf. I've got one. I do have a really great collection of children's books, so I should get one for myself as well. I've got the fancy blurb one that the
5: shiny pages and the border on the cover that cost $55 because that's what I made first. (laughs) (laughs)
0: You should make that an option on, on Amazon. People click stuff on accident all the
4: time. It's just buy now. Right. <laughs> buy now. Gotta
3: love that button. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like buy up late night drunk buying? I mean,
5: <laughs> which
4: is what I do on Monday
3: nights. <laughs> yeah. If you get drunk and read her book in reverse, you can practice your, your DUI, ZYXW, TSRQ, PIA, blah, 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 blah. You get, get through that. Then they'll never know you you're drunk. You passed it.
4: I did. You passed it. You're totally sober.
5: If you have suggestions for the Robin Hobb alphabet animal
3: alphabet, <gasps> let me know. <laughs> that would be really cute. Oh, man. I know we already discussed it. The Jeffas yeah. and the there's, Honestly, we could cover a lot of territory. Just gotta and get
4: Robin Red. on board. Yeah. Just make sure that it's sort of like um you know, it's kinda got like this kind of dark tone to it. Like maybe there's some there's like a dead thing. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh my god! So you just want to you just wanted to resemble her instagram is what you're That's
4: saying well really, yeah i mean i know she <laughs> Ooh, when you're when you're when you're constructing a pitch to somebody the, you pro the rhymes
3: them. will be will be bleak and existential i promise. so i have say. a question for you would an other make it into this book because is it like yes a, is it an animal species like is it a oh for other it sounds great okay yeah, you can
0: do some rhyme about finding something, like, horrific on the beach. Dead
3: cats. C is for <laughs> cats. Blue D is for dead cats. P is for <laughs> Pepsi. <pexy. laughs> P is for pexy is good. Uh... F is
4: for forged ones. No, F is
0: for <laughs> uh, ferret,
1: no. you
5: motherfucker. F is for fleeters.
4: Oh, you don't have to be a ferret. You can be what a... What about pharaoh? You can... Yeah. <laughs> That's spelled P
3: H A. Are... <laughs> That's <laughs> <sighs>
4: oh, no yeah it would be it, my book would be very bad because Chalced it would be all it's shade. Bad
0: is... shade much better you're right no
5: but are we going for animals or are we just going for random
0: hob things random hob things well forged ones hate. are Don't kind of like animals. Yourself. oh joey what they're not they're people
4: well they were it might be again
0: Because then I
5: have the problem of, like, too many good things start with the same letter.
3: I mean, I think we would need to try... I feel like you would need to try to start with, like, living things as opposed to, like, objects and stuff.
5: Well, because I was going with, like, characters and then I was like... Where do I put the fool? Because, you know, it's like beloved, B. but then I want B as B. And then I was like, well, he can be F, but then Fitz is F. And then it's just, it's, Ooh, you gotta go you, with Amber. And then, you, you could know, do the fool really as bolder. beloved,
4: but then you don't tell people. Well, what, no, you do the fool as the fool Amber. Yeah, that's
3: A's not, for Amber
0: is pretty good.
5: Yeah, I know. It's not the same. I'm
3: Fitz. I don't like No, yeah, Well, <laughs> I was I gonna say, both. Fitz could be B for be bastard, both. but then you still have B. <laughs> oh,
0: wait. But but P has... No, we've got too many good P's. Oh no! Patience, perseverance. Mm.
5: See, it's for carry me. Don't
2: use more than two leaves. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but it's oh, also for nice. kerosene.
0: No, I forgot. What was I saying? Oh, I know what it is. Ashley, you can't listen.
3: <laughs> oh, shock!
4: I'm shocked. Right. Is this is this our is this our boot?
3: All right.
0: Yep.
4: All right. Fair enough.
3: Bye, you Get bitches. Bye. 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 Bye.
0: I Think so. Clicking. Yes. Okay. Dying is boring. Well, yeah. That's what I was thinking <laughs> too. <laughs> That's why, because dying is boring. It is my favorite line. Um, yeah, I don't... Yeah, I got nothing else, because I'm hurt. I'm feeling sad about myself. So we can talk about the pirate. Okay. I loved it. Good. A plus. G and Kelly. Those pants.
2: Those thighs. Judy
0: Garland. That ass. Vincent Minnelli, the original, the original song, uh, "Be a Clown," which sounds awfully close to "Make 'Em Laugh." Oh yeah, so it's actually the, completely a ripoff of "Make 'Em of Be a Clown," but nobody remembers "Be a Clown" because uh, uh, "Singing in the Rain" became much more popular. Hmm. I have not seen that. So, point for the pirate, <gasps> Princess Leia's
1: mom, and Gene Kelly. Is, is gene kelly wearing those pants
0: because oh his pants are are tight yeah okay. well, all right then tight <laughs> famous for wearing tight pants he's a tight tight man <laughs> <laughs> the best thing about the pirate is the whole idea that like she's in love with this pirate and instead of being just like being like, I made it. I've landed the pirate. I'm going to marry the pirate. She marries a shitty actor. <laughs> and I uh, I think it's kind of like an in-joke about the industry, honestly.
2: I did very much feel like it, him making all of the, the jokes in the songs was like, <laughs> I'm an actor. <laughs> hey. You know, like he's. It just seemed like they were like actors, being, you know, or like pe- theater people being like, "Yeah, we're cool." Yeah, <laughs> no? we're cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> also, there's a whole, there's a bunch of di- So, there's lots of pirate trivia because this. Mo- so, there's a bunch of of whole songs that never that were cut from the movie because they were cut because of like. I don't know, like, the whatever they had for, like, the rating system at the time. Because, like, one, there's a song about voodoo where they apparently danced so suggestively that they said it was simulated sex. So they had to remove it. And then they saw it and, like, deleted all the negatives because they said it was, like, <gasps> so horrible that, like, it couldn't... Like, no one could ever see no. it. Like, it would ruin Judy wow. career. So, like, so somewhere out there that that existed. Two uh there was a there she sings a little bit of the song but there was clearly another song that she sang judy garland was having a nervous breakdown during the entire filming of this movie she this is it was about a year after maybe a little less after she had her daughter and her marriage to vincent minnelli was falling apart she was addicted to drugs that the studio had put her on and she just like could not get through any of her scenes and apparently gene kelly notorious for being a very very harsh taskmaster like like not not difficult to work with but if you didn't know what the fuck you were doing he f- did not have any time for you which is a story for singing in the rain but he was very kind and would shoot and reshoot and was try and try to be as supportive as possible for Judy who was having a complete a complete breakdown could not get through her stuff had like a whole like out of body experience while shooting one of the songs just like had you know, had to be taken away like and she just looks so frail and so i don't know looking at her in that film is very difficult for me i just think she looks so sad yeah, we noticed
1: something even not knowing all this backstory. I think we remarked about how, I mean, the only other thing that I've truly seen her in is when she was a baby in Wizard of Oz, so it just, yeah, stark difference of how she looks, but I don't know how many years were between these movies.
0: What is, for- Wizard of Oz is 44, and I think the pirate is like late, like 48,
1: 49? What? And it's the
0: when is the it part?
2: looks like it's a lot more than four years. It looks like years. it's
0: 20 years later. The Pirate was filmed in 1948, and Wizard of Oz was... That's so scary.
1: 1939.
0: Okay, so it was almost 10 years. But still,
1: that's like it doesn't look like 10 years. I don't know. That explains. A I mean, lot. she was
0: still in her twenties. She was a baby, yeah. She was still in her twenties. Everyone's everyone's young. I mean, Gene Kelly's older. I was actually I, my favorite Gene Kelly movie is *An American in Paris* because I love Leslie Caron. I think she's the coolest. And he discovered her. He was at a ballet and he saw her and was like, "Put her in a movie." It's weird looking and she can dance. <laughs> <laughs> That's such it's such a good movie. It's like okay, so the plot. Explain the plot to Jenny. <laughs> so uh,
1: they're oh they're in the Caribbean white, white for the Caribbean <laughs> for the Caribbean just about uh scattered half dozen um people of color to be seen in the Caribbean
0: um, <laughs> mostly white people painted brown, yeah, great, well awesome. here's great. your
1: here yeah the the sets. I'm sure, painted beautifully. Anyway.
0: <laughs> it was very expensive, actually. They they really? made cobblestone streets, and like, yeah, famously an expensive film.
1: Well, I guess it looked alright. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Judy Garland is flouncing about with her fellow maidens, and, um, her i don't know evil nun aunt who who has the most fabulous dresses of anyone in the film i do remember that um informs her that she is about to um be married to uh, the rich mayor who she has never met
0: and um <laughs> she meets him it's like a very spanish name it's like don pablo or something yeah <laughs>
5: It's by there the way, warm. if anyone is still listening to this, is a preview of the Classic Movies <laughs> podcast <laughs> where the person who has never watched the movie before gets to explain it to other people.
1: Perfect.
0: We're we're testing it out.
1: <laughs> um so Amy, um he's you know, less than dazzling. She is really torn up about it. I
0: actually thought
1: he's kind of handsome, but that's well, I think she found him less than dazzling. Sorry, that's what I was. Trying
2: to well, she was she was excited that he had traveled around the world, and then she asks him about it, and he's like, "Oh, I get seasick.
1: Yeah, I hate the ocean, <laughs> so I'm never doing that again. But surely you you wouldn't settle here?" And he's like, "No, fuck that. I'm settling here. Paris. Oh, I'd love to go to Paris. I'll tell you about it." <laughs> yeah I'll tell you all about it and the light in her eyes dies um so that's an exciting future for her and there's also you know this whole scene where the boat arrives and everyone's like wow a, a new place that isn't the terrible ocean because everyone else hates the ocean too and it's surprise <laughs> a troop of actors <laughs> You thought they were just poor people, but no, they're poor people who sing to you.
0: <laughs> and one of them is Jean Kelly. One of them in the is wearing the most amazing
1: outfit. The tightest pants <laughs> you've ever seen in this most wonderful scarlet red color that just I don't know, is it the color, the cut, the fit, all three just It's the little mustache.
0: It's everything. It's, it's everything.
1: You know? Gene Kelly was it. If I have trouble recalling most of the movie, it's because that's what I was paying attention to. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to take the next segment? The actors come. And then oh, yeah.
2: Then he does this, like, really awesome song and dance where he's just, like, flirting with every girl he sees. And the entire square is nothing but women. So it's, like, Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, <laughs> and you can see all these women being like, "I get to dress with Gene Kelly." And they're just yeah, just
2: they're dancing. all enamored of him, and that. But then yep. he, the whatever her name is, the main character uh, catches his eye, and Manuela, Manuela, Manuela. Judy Garland catches Manuela. his eye, Manuela, Manuela, and then uh, yeah, so then he has to have her
1: because she doesn't want him.
2: Oh, did we mention that she's enamored of? Makoko. Oh, so
1: yeah. under semi-duress and a trance in public, <laughs> Manuela breaks into, I don't know, I think my second favorite number in the movie, where she describes her obsession with a romantic pirate named
0: Mako. What? This movie is great. You can stream it on HBO Max. And
2: should we stop before we get to the spoilers, yeah. or is it did, spoiler section? Much, make it fun. Did
0: you fine? want us to tell you the movie?
1: Please, I think we should. Spoil this it for me. Spoilers! This
0: movie came out in 1948. If you email me about spoilers for the pirate, I don't care.
1: So, do you? You? I feel like.
2: Well, it's like scandalous because she. Got she's hypnipo- a lady. She got hypnotized in public and then was at like... At
0: an acting show. Yeah. And was talking about lusting after a man. It's
2: yeah.
1: brazenly singing an entire number that rhymed about it. I don't know how she had it in her <laughs> somewhere.
2: And and then I guess the next day she's going to get married.
0: Yep. And then happening.
2: And then the actor like barges in to like steal her away at the last minute. And then the pirate comes, pretending
0: in. to be the very pirate that she's yes. obsessed with. Yeah, who is in fact yeah. the man she's actually trying to marry. Surprise! That's the, that's
2: the twist.
0: The mayor is Macoco. The
1: mayor is the Makoko, Makoko is... on the run, trying to escape the law and live a low life. He's got his treasure, and he doesn't want to hang or go in the gibbet or whatever you do to
0: Makoko, the pirate. But
2: only only Gene <laughs> Kelly knows. Yep, because they have met each other before. And because, he, he yeah, he had a black he, pirate
0: Robert kind of like, yeah. Ex- like interaction. Yeah, threw him off So the does shed. she end up with Gene Kelly, or does she end up with the pirate? No, she Gene ends up with Gene Kelly. Kelly. So Who convinces the entire town that he is Makoko, yeah. threatens yes. to kill them and rape them all if they don't do what he says, and then they go to her house and they're like, "You should sacrifice your virginity so that we can all live. You're a saint," and she's like, "Okay," and, and she's like, then... "She's like, oh, but I couldn't," and she's like putting on all this makeup and perfume. <laughs> And then, finally, they're together in a room, and he's like, okay, I have to be straight with you. I'm not actually Makoko. I'm just an actor, but I love you. And she just, she picks up every single thing in the room. No, wait. Imagine
1: every single thing. Like, not even the delicate objects. Not the no. paintings. An umbrella. Object, a painting. Glasses. Chairs, a piece of chair. Whatever. Her hat. If there was an animal an in umbrella. the room, she would have thrown it. An umbrella. <laughs> anything. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes on for do we get any responses about the umbrella? No, not yet.
2: It's like a solid 5 minutes of just throwing shit at it. Of him. her
5: just shit. That is shit yeah, my favorite
1: number glorious. in the film. That is the best song
0: by far. And of course then they fall in love and they kiss and then of course the real Makoko tries to frame the fake Makoko as him so that because the, the
1: police are here, the Caribbean police <laughs> They <laughs> arrived, and, you know, because they heard Makoko's in town, wow, we're going to bag this guy, and maybe we'll be famous and get money. Yeah. Because he,
0: like, so framed like, well, Before you hang me, before you hang me, fake Makoko, I, can go, I would like to entertain you one last time. And like, a sure, song just and entertain dance. us. Be a song and dance. So then he does, like, a whole song and dance and somehow gets the real makoko to be like that's not how it went fuck you i'm the real makoko and i would like to take all of the credit for being that cool and they're like you're the real makoko and then uh, you know she ends up with the actor and the real makoko i guess gets hanged i don't know something happens <laughs> off screen that we don't see or remember and then it ends with them being clowns and, and they humping sing. each other yep. <laughs> In baggy pants it's great Okay. 1948. Yeah. That part was really stark.
1: Difference to the rest of the movie.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: I just think it's really... Welcome to the Outdated References podcast, (laughs) where we are now watching a movie from the 40s and talking... (laughs) Fuck you guys. Back when we were young in the
5: 40s. I love that this
2: was the whole spoiler section.
0: No, I'm leaving it in. This is pretty (laughs) What shall we watch next, American in Paris? I think you guys should watch Kiss Me, Kate next. I know that you want to go for American in Paris, which I agree, because American in Paris is a fucking masterpiece. However, also, at the end, full, like, full outfits, which is great. (gasps) But, but, let me sell you on Kiss Me, Kate. Kiss Me, Kate is a play within a film. Okay? So it's, like, one of those. It's a telling of it's a retelling of Taming of the Shrew.
1: Okay.
0: It is Howard Keel, who is just oh, in it's in some tight pants. You're talking about tight pants. We're talking about Howard Keel in tight pants. Mustache for days. There is the greatest there is a there's a mob. There's a subplot. The B plot has to do with the mafia because <laughs> They show up, they want some money that is owed, they sing this amazing song about Shakespeare, it's the best thing that ever happened. Then there's another B-plot about this, like, girl with legs, who is just in love with (laughs) the (laughs) Okay. Is this uncommon to have legs? Yep. And she is really in love with the guy who plays Francis in Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. And then the A plot is two amazing actors in tight pants who hate each other, who wanna fuck on stage in front of everyone, and it's perfect. And if you're just if you're going for zany, if you want that like level of zaniness that you saw in The Pirate, I highly recommend Kiss Me Kate.
1: I wanted to just be fucking blindsided all over again, like we were in the pirate, like the the gasping, like well, <laughs> what we, we, other, like, what we just ruined it.
2: for everyone who's listening to this. Yeah,
1: well, we said spoilers. It was such it's a big twist.
0: Spoilers. Spoilers for the pirate.
5: Yeah, outdated references. Podcast is an all-spoiler podcast. Yep. Every spoiler that ever existed. (laughs) All movies that ever existed will be spoiled.
0: I'm going now. Okay. I can't wait for you to see (laughs) this in the future. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Okay, bye, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye.